Good afternoon and you're all very welcome here to Clarecastle GA Pitch for the Under-21A County Final between Corrafin Ren and Scarif Ogunlo. I tell you, we're expecting a Christmas cracker here. There's often crackers here in Clarecastle, but we're expecting a real no Christmas, a Christmas no cracker here Clearly in Clarecastle for this Under-21A Final. I'm joined in the commentary, as always, by co-commentator Pat McNamara. Also, final analysis is Derek Dormer and Kevin O'Regan. Lads, you're all very, very welcome. Good morning, Leo. Thanks, Leo. First of all, Kevin, before, before we name the teams, a quick uh, look back to the Under-21C final. East Clare, have, uh, the Mills have set the ball rolling for East Clare. Under-21C champions. Yes, Under-21C champions last night, Leo, against Partee Mielik and Gortine in very, very wintry conditions, a very, very he heavy fog. Um, that played a big factor in the game. Very difficult for players to to play hurling in, in, in under light and um, with the fog how severe it was. Um, Partee Milik probably have some regrets. They had chances during the course of the game that they maybe didn't convert. They conceded a couple of goals as well. They were critical to the Mills run now winners managed by Robbie Madden and uh, a, a second uh, under 21 championship to East Clare in, in the last week. Yeah, indeed. We're going to give the line out of both teams. Start with Clara Fogunlo. In goals is Sean Tracy, James McCall, Ty Kevnett, Owen Keehan, the full back line, Scott Cairns, Garo Chidi and Shane Kevnett, the half back line, Connor Downs and Sean Collins in the middle of the field, Liam Crotty, Keelan Hartigan, Patrick Crotty, the half forward line, Ian O'Brien, Mark Rogers, the captain, and Patrick Ryan, the full forward line. For Corofin Ryan, they line out in goals is Keelan Mounsey, Jason Power, Ashley Brohan, and Gerard Hanrahan, Tom O'Halloran, Killy McGrory, and Owen Fitzgerald, Shane Punch, and Patrick O'Halloran, Ryan Power, Dear McCahill, Killian O'Connor, with Jack McDonough, Kevin Keane, and Robert Mounsey. We're all set to go here. Pat McNamara, your toss pre match. Well, enough that look forward to you. These are the two teams that have been tips at the beginning to be the, the two outstanding teams in this championship. And they've been run closely at semi final level by both Bo uh, Clark Castle and Ina Kilnamona. In fairness to both of those clubs, but this is the one people have been expecting. You know, two days before Christmas, as you said yourself, let's, let's hope it's a really Christmas gift. I'm sure it will, it will give us lots to cheer about because yeah. it's the makers of some fabulous players on both sides. Yeah, Pat, thanks. The game is on, and those changes of plenty on both sides. And I see Patrick Crotty and Mark Rogers lining up in the middle, in the middle of the field. Scarif playing into the, <coughs> the town goals here in the first step into the strong breeze. The ball is out to Keelan Hartigan. Keelan Hartigan gets it out the, out the wing, out to Liam Crotty. Liam Crotty is blocked down. Scarif in their light blue jerseys. Carafin Ryan in their dark blue and red jerseys. And the ball is with the wizard. It's Dear McCall, a push in the back. Dear McCall tried to make ground, fouled by Ian O'Brien. An early chance for Carafin Ryan. Derek, when you're in your home patch, and again, once again, the pitch in marvellous condition. Credit to all here in Clarecastle. We're expecting a Christmas cracker. Derek, what's your thoughts? Yeah, Leo, look, it should be an outstanding game. Um, pitch, as you said, is in great nick, and it always is here, in fairness to me, it's sand-based, and it's, it's never flooded, and, you know, it's in good condition. There's a very strong window, Leo, and, you know, it's favouring Currafin Ren in the first half. I, honestly, I believe it's a seven and eight point breeze, and if you go back to last year's semi-final, they had the same conditions below Nagunlo, and the wind was a factor, and it will be today. Yeah, indeed, and here's the man who doesn't really ever take much notice of the wind, it's ten points, and men playing his fourth game in five or six days here, a, a, a tremendous athlete, and, and Shane Punch opened the scoring here for uh, Corrafin Rowan. And there is the first score of the game. Over the bear, free from the stick of Shane Punch. Tom Collins is our Tom Collins engineering is our mess sponsor here today, and we thank him for that and for all his support throughout 2022. Here comes the Pokemon. Listen, cool bar, Sean O'Tracic gets great Linton. He's a man with a great puck out. He's Tracy looking for Rogers. Roger Keelan Hartigan goes to the sky, but the ball is broke down. It comes down to Rowan and it's Ryan Power. Ryan Power comes across, gives it out to Mounsey. Mounsey puts the ball into the corner for Jack McDonough. Jack McDonough gets out in front of Seamus McCall. McDonough turns off his left hand side. A shot of his left hand side from McDonough. Is that the second score of the game? It is. That's the, that, 
I tell you, uh, Derek Dormer, that's a tremendous start from Cardiff in Absolutely Wayne. fantastic point. The precision of the pass from Mounsey into the space. Back down with his first touch. Sold to dummy and over the post from the acute angle. It's a really good start for Cardiff in Wayne. And here comes Sean Tracy again. All the players are out around the field. Lots of space in around the foot forward line where Killeen O'Connor is taking up station. Great puck out from Tracy. Reaches the half forward line. Goes up. Connor Downs goes up from the bar breaks down to Hartigan. Hartigan. A man who's having a full year. Gets the ball out to Connor Downs. Here comes Down. Puts the ball into the corner. Looking for Mark Rogers. Mark Rogers being oh. marked by Rod. What a freak from Rogers. Tashek's on his top. Mark McRory. He's goes pulling. He's shot. He's pulled back. It's the referee gives him advantage. No, the free is Pat McNamara. What skill from Rogers! An outstanding yeah. flick over the head of the cornerback. I think it was Jason Power, and Power did nothing wrong, but a beautiful flick back over his head, took it on, and both times he seemed to be, he was, he was kind of dragged as he was shooting, and he shot the second time off his knees, but uh, the free has been given in. It was an advantage being played, but uh, you know, as it is, but the players on both sides, Leo, this is, a, this is an enormous game to look forward to. And indeed, Derek, Leo. we've seen sublime skill all year, but that's just another, Leo, another one out of the top shot. That that's moment alone was worth the admission fee. Come to Clarecastle, watch that bit of skill. We'd be used to it here in the village, of course, but that was majestic stuff. Oh, you're used to flicks in Clarecastle, right? There's no doubt about that, but concerning for uh, Cotterfrain and Ryan. I'm not used to dummies either, Leo. <laughs> concerning for Cotterfrain and Owen Fitzgerald has picked yeah. up an injury here in the wing back, and that challenge came down rather heavily. And Joe Mullins, the, the referee, quite rightly, has called a halt proceedings for the moment. Kevin, we'll call you in. I know you're a, a proud, a proud Rowan man. You know, Ashley Brohan and Rogers did no one other from, I remember, in Ashley School years ago in the park. They're renewing rivalries again today. Two of the great talents. But what sublime skill from Rogers, Kevin? Well, with skills such as that, it's hard, it's hard to manage it, really. Just such a, just awareness of Mark Hart to know, Mark Hart to know where Ashley was, to flick it over his head and um, take, take the defenders on and conceding a free, Corfin Ryan conceded a free that Mark is likely to convert. Um, Owen sure looks quite in a bit of trouble here, number seven, I'd expect. If he does have to go off, um, Darren McInerney will probably come on to replace him and won the bright talents in um, in Rouen with, with heritage in, in Ina coming from the McInerney's of Ina um, but yeah Owen seemed to shrugging it off or trying to shrug it off at least Mark, here comes, okay. Mark Rogers with the free puts it over the bear we are back to a one pint deficit two pints for Carrefin Rouen one pint for Scarafagona that free from the stick of Mark, 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 Mark Rory Mark Rogers Keelan Mounsey with the puck out coming for Rouen here at the Castle in the goal. Goes long with the breeze directly behind him. Going looking for, is it Kevin Keane? Now the ball is Shane Punch. The ball breaks in, but it's Keelan Hartigan. Keelan playing deep. Gets the ball out to Patrick Crotty. Patrick Crotty being chased by Tom Holland. Crotty goes direct. Puts the ball in towards Rogers And the foot. Rogers goes up with one hand. Tries to flick it away. But Jack McDonough, or it's Owen Fischel, the man who's recovered from injury, gets a good clearance out. Where Hartigan? Hartigan is busy. Aino O'Brien. Aino O'Brien in on the... Aino who has been hampered by serious injury since that match, that championship match out in, in Tulla in that relegation match. The ball breaks out. Rogers blocks down the cornerback. Jason Power. Rogers with the shot. Goes in. But is it going to be a tail net? Goes out to the right hand side and gone right. Pat McNamara. Both teams taking time to settle down. Yeah and good defending there but fairness Mark Rogers uh, wrote that ball to himself. Uh, shot on the spot and in fairness a great block. That was half block or a clash ball if you like. It was a wide ball obviously with a clash a clash ball 45 metres out but uh, you know it was good defending on behalf of Corofin, uh, Rowan Corofin there. And the ball poked out by Mounsey. The ball goes out 
out and here's Hartigan. And Hartigan is playing well, starting off very well. Gets the ball out. Here comes his Crotty coming through for Scarif. Liam Crotty. Crotty drops it in, in towards Ian O'Brien. O'Brien goes. Or Patrick Ryan has it. Patrick Ryan and the two men full forward line. Gets the ball back out to Rogers. A shot from Rogers. Well level big in, in Clarecastle. That's a great response from Scarif O'Gun, look, Derek Tarmor. Absolutely tremendous. And Leo, look, the rain is just coming in now, but Scarif O'Gun will be delighted. As I said, that is a huge breeze. Time is their friend in this first half. It's all about time and game management. If Scarf Gunn looking Gunny get in only three or four points down, they'll be in some position, I'll tell you that. That's a great ball won by Hartig again out to Garo Chidi. Garo's pass goes straight to Connor Downs in the middle. But who is picked up? It's picked up by Liam Crotty. Crotty, a real workhorse, gives the ball out to Sheedy, the solo Gunnar men on the team. The ball into Patrick Ryan. That ball bypassed by McGrory. Patrick Ryan has shot. And over the bar from the stick of Patrick Ryan. Kevin O'Regan, Scarif O'Gunlow are on fire. Very, very impressive start from Scarif O'Gunlow. Um, the Corfin Rowan, uh, full back in, in serious trouble, killing McGrory's trying to play there as a sweeper. But as we saw last week, Rory O'Connor played it very effectively. So far, it's not as effective from Corfin Rowan. And Scarif by the ball. He has a Mendes, knows a lot about the sweeper. It's Shane Punch, gets the ball out to the corner forward to Mounsey. Mounsey shot. And it's gone out to the left-hand side and gone wide. Three points for Scarif O'Gunlow, two points for Corofin Rowan. Corofin playing with the aid of this strong, very strong breeze here in the first half. We must say hello uh, to a very special man uh, listening to us up there in, in, in the Rehabilitation Institute in Dunleary today. It's Owen O'Grady from Scarif. Owen, uh, we know you're celebrating your 19th birthday today. A very happy birthday to you. We hope you're enjoying our broadcast here from uh, Clare Castle. And we hope all is going well with, with, with your rehabilitation, Owen. We're all thinking of you at all time. And here's a man coming with the puck out. He's the goalkeeper, Sean Tracy. I tell you, he's getting great into a strong breeze. Rise out to the middle field. Crotty goes up into the air. The ball comes down. Comes down to the wing back. The wing back is Tom O'Halloran. But the ball comes out to Keelan Hartigan, who is really setting the game alight here. Hartigan gives out to Crotty. Crotty trying to take on McGrory. Here comes Crotty. Scarifer bearing down and goals again. Here comes Crotty over on the far side. Men who played in the Munster Senior Final for Clare this year. Gets the ball in towards the crowd. He's caught inside by Liam Crotty. It's Liam Crotty. Great block down there by Ashley Brohan, the fullback. Rogers has it. Gets it out to Liam Crotty again. Crotty trying to get space. Gets it out. Connor Downs tries to flick it up. We're 21 metres out from the Cutterfield Ryan goal. And the ball is coming out. It's the cornerback. The cornerback is Gerard Hanrahan. Gets the clearance up into the air. Out towards Shane Punch. Shane Punch. He's been pulled back by Scott Cairns. But he puts the ball into Dear McCall. The wizard. Here comes Dear McCall. A shot from Dear McCall. Goes out to the right hand side. And a chance goes a big end. Derek Dahmer, a poor miss from the uh, men of the calibre of Diarmuid uh, Cahill. Yeah, and Leo, they're going to need, they're going to need all them scores with this breeze, and it's picking up all the time. It's not a breeze now; it's actually a strong wind. We're just going back to that scarf. We're going to no chance. If it had just popped into Rogers' hand, it was the back of the net. But look, we, we won't fall down. downs. There's the ball, the puck out goes on Sean Tracy, he only reaches Kevin Keane who releases it, gets the ball, recycles it back in, in is Sean Tracy, Sean's clear is not going, going astray, picked up by Scott Kearns, Kearns gives the ball out to a man who's really sitting sit the template here is Keelan Hartigan, Hartigan, the man who played for the Clare 20s, also one of Freshers, all Ireland with UL, puts the ball, is that going to stay in play, Rogers, I tell you no ball is going to stay, Kevin O'Regan with a man like Rogers around. No, no ball wouldn't stray, but Keelan would be very happy, or unhappy with that effort for whether it was a shot or, or a pass, we're not sure. But um, very uh, influential so far in the first uh, seven or eight minutes, Keelan Hartigan, um, who had a quite enough game by his standards last weekend.
Great puck out from Mounty uses the breeze. Dermot Cahill being picked up by Owen Keehan. Gerard Cheedy, and here comes the sweeper. Gerard, uh, and he takes a heavy tumble there, and the ball, oh, high challenge, the ball went in towards Kevin Kane. But it is, it comes out. Who's coming out for Scarafogundo? It's the halfback, it's the halfback, it's a Shane Kavanagh. Shane gives it out to Crotty. Here comes Patrick Crotty, bearing up and down the fair wing. Crotty puts the ball in, in looking for the corner power for Ryan. Ryan tries to put his hand in it. Patrick Ryan, he loves playing here in Clarecastle. The ball, Patrick Ryan goes to ground, going to be picked up by, by the cornerback, it's a Jason Power, comes back out, out to the middle of the field, and here come Corrafin Ryan, it's picked out by Patrick O'Hanlon, great pick up there, by the corner forward, the corner forward is Mounsey, Mounsey is shot for Mounsey, and again, got out to the left-hand side, Pat McNamara. Corfin will run with not like those missed chances. That is an temptation, Leo, when you're playing on a really strong breeze. Your top forwards always feel they can score from maybe 60, 70, 80 metres out. The Cahill and Mounds, you know, their two star forwards have missed. Look at it, we won't fault them because they'll score a lot before this game is over, I'm sure, on a few occasions. But, uh, you know, that's the, that's the temptation and it can work against you with that breeze. And that's a great ball, one up by Owen Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald gives the ball out to Shane Punch, but Cheedy came across and, and took that ball and put it out over the sideline. Now ball for Corfin Wren. We must also say hello uh, to Breed and Sean McKenna up there in, in Scarif. Two of our greatest supporters. Um, Sean, of course, well-known hurling maker. Unfortunately, not able to attend the games uh, 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 at, at this moment in time. But, you know, we've always a welcome place. Great hospitality at the McKenna household. And Breed and Sean, we hope you enjoyed our, our, our broadcast here from uh, Clare Castle here in association with Dirk Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsor, Michael Long Construction, and our match sponsor today, Tom Collins, construction, uh, engineering, line ball for Rowan Corrafin, going to be taken by Robin Mounsey. Mounsey into the breeze. Oh, Derek Dahmer. Whatever half-crossers can do one side, they're two of the greatest tenants in the game for Clare. Tremendous line ball from Robin Mounsey. Ah, absolutely. As soon as it left his stick, he nailed it, Leo. Ten minutes in, three points all, but Scarfa Gunner will be delighted. You know, I'm telling you now, Leo, it is definitely a seven or eight point breeze. But Scarfa Gunner will keep up this. Time is their friend. Get to half time, they'll be in tremendous position. 12 minutes, Scott, here in the first half. It's three points each here in this under 21 final. Joe Mullins, the referee, our linesman on the far side, Johnny Healy, and we must congratulate the linesman on the near side here, Niall Malone, uh, Munster uh, Council uh, Referee of the Year this year. So, uh, congratulations to Niall, tremendous referee. The ball is fucked out by Sean Tracy, who gives it to Tracy, who gives it out to Kevin. Kevin having a tremendous season for Scarf, and Jesse for Scarf for going under 21. Gets the ball out to Ryan. Mark Rogers is on his own inside. This is danger for Corrafin Ryan. Rogers puts up the wall, and that's no! Mark Rogers! What a ball in from Patrick Crotty on the far side. He picked out Mark Rogers. Rogers was one and one. He lost the fullback, Ashley Brohan, Pat McNamara. That's a big score for Scarafogunla. Patrick Ryan is combining very, very well for the second time in the game. The worst score came that way as well, or the second point I think from play. But uh, what a super ball across. And you read it so early, you had it, you had a call. I hadn't seen uh, Rogers as loose as you had, but fair play with that extra, extra. Uh, visions you have there. One three to three points and Ryan again and uh, where else is it going Ollie Rogers? He comes out in front of the out in front of Rohan on this occasion. Mark, the captain for Scarafogunlo. Here he turns inside. Here Mark he's bearing down again. He oh he tried to flick it away but Jason Power came there at that occasion and the ball is cleared away Leo. by the cornerback. The cornerback is Gerard Hannon. What, Derek, made, what a score. What made that goal Leo was the way he beat the fullback. He took one step to the right. The fullback was looking at him bang in in front of you into the left into the hand and once he got it in the hand there was nothing else but the, as you'd say the onion bag onion bag and Kevin O'Regan you know that's a blow to Corrafin Ryan but look class is permanent oh class is permanent great finish 
like Derek, like Derek described there, just the step that Mark took back away from Ashley and then step, step forward, catch the ball and finish it to the net. A great score. Um, it's noise with Patrick Ryan, Keelan Hartigan, uh, Patrick Crotty, Mark Rogers all having significant influence on the game so far. And Rancor Finful back and are struggling. And another direct ball in from Crotty. McGrory blocks it out. He comes to Ryan. Here comes Patrick Green. Patrick Green, a shot. He gets around. Shot. Goal! Another goal for Scarafagullah, Patrick Ryan. I tell you, this full forward line of Rogers and Ryan, Pat McNamara, they're well, making hay. They are absolutely making hay, and I think Patrick took an extra step or two there. I half expected the reason to go for free out. He kind of took an extra step or two to round his man. We haven't said that. Look at the total. We didn't pass much more than four, four or five. We haven't seen it. I think it will be DJ took 15 one day against Bexford or somebody. But uh, look at they're combining brilliantly against the breeze. Now, breeze is guarantee you nothing, and maybe Ruan Corfin will play much better against it because Norsley will be the ball is being held up for the scar of danger forwards. It's not going over their heads and hopping wide. That could be significant in the second half, but at the moment it's all. Scarif, oh, last one during the 21 championship for their only championship in 1987 when they defeated the market over there in Cusick Park. We're a bit far across the, across the, the town here. We're here in Clarecastle. It's 2 3 for Scarif, It's three points for Cutterfree and Lorraine. Were you even born in 87, Leo, were you? Just, just about, just about, Derek, just about. And Keelan Mounsey has recovered from injury to take this puck out here for Cutterfree and We're gone 15 minutes here in. This county final, the ball, sharp puck out, he gives it out to McGrory, it's gone direct, there's no sharp ball today, McGrory goes straight down, where he's going to be blocked by Shane Kavanagh, but the ball is in there, it's a Seamus McCall, he's trying to get it out for Scarafogunlow, he's in, he breaks in a free, oh, it's off to the high challenge there, but to get away, Scarafogunlow get away with it, Shane Kavanagh, lovely ball out to Crotty, Crotty get out, gets out in front of Tom O'Holland, and here it comes, it's Liam Crotty, Liam to the cousin of Patrick, and Scarafogunlow really, Ogunlo really on top here, here comes Patrick Crotty, Gone 40, 50 metres, cuts in from 50 metres. Go hard and rest on from Patrick Crotty, Pat McNamara, Rogers, Ryan and Crotty, three of their senior stars really putting on the show here. Well, you could add Keelan Hartig as well, he's been outstanding, and uh, Shane Cavanagh, the halfback, as you said, the probably man of the national scout for going to the last day in defence, uh, quite enough there so far, but Crotty, Hartig, and uh, Crotty, Ryan, and indeed Rogers, of course, and Keelan Hartig. Just look at showing the class that they have, and uh, Definitely, uh, Cora Finner are going to have to try and do something about, about the difference of those four. How, how do you do it? Two substitutions, Leo. Yeah, there's two subs. I see Darren McInerney, who's coming on, and, and it looks like it's Conor a Tama Holland. Tama Holland and the cornerback, Garone Henrahan, seems to be gone as well. We'll see who who's there. Well, in fairness to Joe Cahill, he has to do something. They're being absolutely eight inside in the full back line, completely dominant. And Patrick Crott, he's been completely dominant here in the half forward line. Ryan and Rogers in the inside line. It's all Scarfagunlo. It's a tremendous start. Seven point lead into that breeze you know it's 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 plain sailing from here yeah, yeah and the ball Corfin needs Corfin needs scores and the ball comes out to the corner for Mounsey he's brilliantly blocked down space is at a premium he gives it out to Dermot Dermot Cahill a shot off Cahill that's the response that Corfin read from the stick of Dermot Cahill he's first scored in the game 2-4 2-3 for Scarafagunlo 2-4 for Scarafagunlo 4 points for Corofin Ruen it's Connolleen and Connolleen a man who has been hounded by injuries for Corofin Ruen he's now on at wing back picking up Patrick Crotty and the puck out goes straight out between Crotty and Lean and Lean wins the first one he breaks it down but here comes Patrick Crotty he's on fire last year Derek Thomas down in Ogunlo he turned on a, a super first half this day and unfortunately you know for Scarafagunlo's point of view it went astray but one of the great first half performances last year was Patrick Crotty down in Ogunlo absolutely and look he was calling 
to the back of the Clare senior squad on his performances last year. And for, to be honest, you know, most of this year he, he hasn't lived up to that promise, but he, towards the, end, the latter end of the season, he was coming into form 2 3 the last day from playing in the semi final against Clare Castle. You know, and he's, he started today like on fire with a serious intent. He's going to take some mark. Yeah, and he, got, he got, took some hit over there, but he was penalised for throwing the ball. It's a free. And 60 metres from the Corofin Rowan goal, the breeze behind him is Shane Punch and Corofin Rowan needs scores. It's 2 4 to 4 points, 6 points on difficulty on the corner. Here comes Shane Punch with his left hand strike. I tell you, oh, straight over the bar, 2 4 to 5 points. Corofin Rowan need more of that, Pat. When you have players that can throw up those balls over Leo, you've always a chance. That's a superb free from, uh, I suppose, 80 metres, 80 plus metres out uh, with, with the breeze, as we have said before. But, uh, you know, with, with the likes of Mounsey and, and Cahill and, uh, and Punch, you always have a chance. And I'm sure Corofin Rowan will be looking at the second half. And they'll be looking at trying to finish the first half a bit stronger and closing the gap. But the second half and saying, with this breeze, we'll be able to have the, the ball. That'll be in front of them. And, you know, they could go they could go to town in the second half if they're given the chance. Yeah, it's Califor Gunnar trying to walk the ball off from Sean Tracy to get Orchini to Kevner, but he's picked up by Shane Punch. Punch puts the ball in towards the middle where Rossi Keehan is coming, but the ball is broken out to Jack McDonough. Jack has one score gone. He gives the ball back out to the Wizard. The Wizard turns inside. Dear McCann, brilliantly hooked there by Connor Downs. The ball comes into Ty. Ty Kevner. Ty Kevner is inside with Killian O'Connor. Killian surrounded by three scallop players. It is the sweeper, the scuba door, Garrod Orchini, the man from Tua Ogonila. And the ball, he's hooked and the ball goes out over the sideline, line ball uh, for quarter from in. For 50 metres out. Robin Mounsey, he put one out from a similar position. Kevin O'Reek and that's longer. Can he do it again? I'm sure he can and no better man to put him over. We've seen, we've seen him do it in the clear jersey as well during the course of the year in the league game in the park. So off his left hand side from the similar position from earlier. So no better man. As we said earlier, one of the most skillful players that we have coming through in the clear ranks. Um, and we also first seen him play. Uh, tremendous, tremendous, just love watching the tremendous player. Does he different on this occasion? Oh, Kevin O'Regan, oh. you nailed it. That's a tremendous. <laughs> Derek Tomer, that's all just top class play on all round. Ah, look, it's tremendous. And this just uh, absolutely brilliant. Under 21 final. Mounsey with two sideline cuts of sublime quality, both from the same position, same angle. Rogers burning it up in the inside. This is what we came to see. Rogers v Mounsey. Let's go. 20 minutes gone, and here's another man here really having a great county final. It's Patrick Crotty. It's 2 4 to 6 points. He gives the ball out to Downs. Downs releases the ball out to Patrick Ryan. Patrick Ryan over on the far side, cuts in inside. Patrick, great to see him back, who has recovered from, from injuries and given uh, to show his true potential. Here's a man bereft with injuries, but getting a chance to show his potential. It's Connor Lean. He comes out to Shane Kevner. Shane with a measured pass to Connor. Connor opens the shoulders. Is this going over the bar? Connor Downs. Oh, and I thought he hit the ball. Mark was looking for it. Mark Rogers was looking for it inside. It's 2 5. First Califogunner, seven points. Quick puck out from Keelan Mounsey out to Keely McGrory. Glory goes short, goes out here to Robin Mounsey. Mounsey now back in his own half back line. Push the ball, looking for Killian O'Connor or Dermot. It comes into Killian. Dermot lets it go. Here comes Killian, finding the hand to pick it up. But Shane Punch has gone inside for a win. Shane Punch and Garorchidi. And he's pulled down by Garorchidi. Will there be a carter for Derek Dermot? Will there be a carter for. No, no, it doesn't look I like think so, and probably you know deserved, but it's a good free to give away. Leo Shane Punch steps inside; he's going to hit the back of the net. That's a clever free. Yeah, clever free, Kevin O'Regan. What does Shane Punch do here? Does he go for the the juggler, or will he keep the scoreboard ticking over? 
I think uh, the smart thing to do here is to keep the board scoreboard ticking over. Um, what, what's the score now? Two five to seven. Two five to seven. Yeah, no, I think Shane will tip it over. But then again, I might be wrong this time. We'll see. He he's going back. He's telling what's he going to do? And he, he does. I tell you, he does the sensible option. Two five to point. Pat McNamara back to a one score game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Twenty one minutes gone in the first half, Leo. And I mean uh, a twenty meter free like that just to the left. And this, you know you're trying to close the gap, and that was a, a practically guaranteed closing of another point. So you know all that is good. And it, the wind does not win games, so we know that. It's all about attitude and how you use it and how clever you are and how hard you work. So they will see that they're still well in the game, so the wise decision. Great puck out from Sean Tracy to Crotty. Crotty flicked away there by, by Conor Lean. And the ball comes out to the wing forward, Ryan Power. He gives it to the Wizard. Unfortunately, the Cahill dropped it on that occasion. And he is robbed by Liam Crotty, who gives the ball out to the middle of the field to Sean Collins. Out to Keelan Hartigan. Hartigan puts the ball into Mark Rogers into the corner. Mark now being picked up by, by Ashley Brohan again. Rogers goes to ground and McCrory comes in and kicks the ball and out. Kicks the ball over the line. In fairness, Derek, he had caused for free in there. <laughs> It was a blatant free. As soon as he got a touch on it, Ashley Brown said, You're going over. He pushed him straight to the floor. John Mullins saw it different, but look. John Mullen saw a lot of things different last week in Tuller too. And in Felt he was in the Grand National Day, but not as a rider. Whatever he's letting it go on both sides, there's no doubt in fairness, in fairness to Joe, he's letting it go. Mark Rogers, a 35 metre line ball here, over here in front of the, the side. Rogers, what mounds he can do on one side? He doesn't stay in play on this occasion, though. Two, five to eight points. Kevin O'Regan. Corfin with the balance of power at this moment in time. The air, but there's still trouble when the ball goes into the into the inside line. Mark and Patrick Ryan are creating havoc. But Corfin and Ryan have settled. They've got a couple of scores on the board, and it's going to be making an interest in, into the first half. Yeah, and a great catch by Garochini, being picked up there by Shane Punch. Shane Punch tries to get the ball punched, being challenged by Sheedy. Did no one from Clare Twenties last year. Sheedy has it. Punch has it. There are there's about a, a rock here developing, and it comes out to Scott Cairns. Here comes Scott. Scott with a lovely hand pass. But it's going to be flicked away there by Hartigan Holland. But indeed, it's Hartigan. Hartigan goes oh, to ground. Oh, he picks that one up. Hartigan gets it out to Rogers. Rogers gets away from Mounsey. Here comes Rogers. Gets away from Owen Fitzgerald. Mark Rogers tries to take a rhyme. He's trying to take the whole out of man. A flick across. Oh, what a, a chance from Cruddy. What a pass. A shot. Oh, and it's oh. gone over the bar from the stick of Cruddy. Derek What a run from Rogers. He just walls past the Colorfin Rand defence. Theo, he was like he was like the six million dollar man or the bionic man from years ago. The way she took on tackle after tackle and they were they were trying to bury him out here on the touchline, flick over the head, and then the vision, Leo, to spot a man on mark and the skill to flick it into his hand. That's sensational stuff. Great score from Crotty though, puts, the, puts another point on the board for Scarafagunda. Corofin Rowan come in, but here is Garor Chidi. Is a foul there on the far side of the field? It looks like on, on the far side, he looks like is it a free given for Ryan Power, Joe, Colin, Johnny Healy, Connie? No, he looks like he's going to go into go, it's a free yeah. for Scala for Gundla. The time is now. As we're 24 the and a half, 24, 24 and a half minutes. minutes, five minutes left here in the first half of the under 21 A county final. It's two goals and six for Scarafagunla, or two goals and five, six for Scarafagunla, eight points for Cutterfin Rowan. Here comes Garochidi, 40 metres from his own goal. This man has a tremendous strike at the ball, he doesn't disappoint, drives it low up the field, but it's going to be cut up by Robin Mounsey. Robin is his first touch, lets him down, and he's robbed by Sean Collins. Sean Collins trying to go through the middle. Collins, a very underrated player for Scarafagunda, but indeed Mounsey comes out on this occasion, gets the ball out and he's robbed in, in turn by Liam Crotty, the hard working Liam Crotty and that ball comes a stick 
of over of Derek McInerney out over the line. Just looked up, Leon Mark Rogers is inside. Poppy Mahan passed back in the net. So, you know that could be a critical juncture because Carl Finn Ryan are doing a lot of the hurling at the moment. And um, you know, as I said earlier, time is terrible when those friend just slow it down now, get to half time. If they get to half time in the lead here, they're in one hell of a position. Yeah, they're in one hell of a position. We say hello to all our listeners tuned all over Ireland, UK, Netherlands, Germany, and US, yeah, and Alaska here, here today. So look at we're welcome to all our all our Alaska, listeners here. Yeah. Alaska, Connor Downs with the line ball goes in, but it goes astray out to the right hand side and gone wide. The score remains two goals and six to eight points. Keelan Mounsey with the puck out for Rowan. Corafin Rowan goes over to the far side looking for Shane Punch and Scott. Shane Punch is being held back by Scott Kelly, but here comes Shane. Wins the grab. That's a tremendous score, score from punch. the stick of Shane Punch. Kevin O'Regan, Shane Punch, tremendous fielder, tremendous hurler. He's four games in five days. Kevin, some of the Corfi and Red Handed has been great. Do you think tiredness and you know the amount of games is having an effect on this first half? Well, it has to be a factor. Shane playing his fourth game in less than a week between football and hurling and representing his Mary I College in a Division 1 final the other day in the league. But what you would know from Shane's great score there, great leadership, great catch and a great finish. Well done, Shane. Yeah, and here's another man with a great catch. It's Keelan Hartigan. It's 2-6 to 9 points here. Cuts the ball across, looking for Crossy on the far side of the field. The ball breaks down. It comes out to the cornerback, but who's there? Only Macrot Johnson. He he just like the will of a wisp. He's turning and swiveling. Gets the ball back out to Ian O'Brien. A shot from O'Brien who stands on Tammany. Great score from the stick of Ian O'Brien. Ian was father Tony done it many many a time for Rawford. But O'Brien turns and puts it over the bar. Another score for Scarafogunlo. And it now is two goals and two goals and. Seven, seven to nine points. We're in the dying moments. We're on the Scarif under 21. Seamus O'Connor trying to get it for Scarif. Corrafin Wren trying to push the ball through. It's Keely and O'Connor. But who's there already? Scott Kearns. Scott goes to ground and goes a free out. First Scarif under free given against Dermot Cahill on, on that occasion. Now Connor Downs takes off the helmet. I tell you, Tom, Derek, you're talking about playing for time. They know well how to play the clock here. It's called game management, Leo. It's called game management. Connor Downs gone down, gone down injured. And... I see Shane Punch trying to rise the truth. Pat McNamara, what can Corrafin Wren do in these closing moments in the first half to, well, to, to narrow the deficit? First thing is to, is, is to not concede any more before half time, because you know, facing into that breeze in the second half, it will be tough. If, if, the, if the gap is any more than three or four points, it's going to be very, very tough indeed. Even at level peg, and I said, to the challenge against the breeze. But as we said, look at breezes are there to be, to be dealt with, and you know, Corrafin Wren have so much class. I mean, that last point for Shane Punch was outstanding. But just after that, then Killing Hartigan catches a, a simply high ball in the middle of the field. Both sides, as I said, have so Super players, but Scarif are going to have adjusted better and Mark Rogers up to front. The vision to show for the last score alone, surrounded by Fathers, the players, managed to get the hand pass away and, and O'Brien put it over the bar. So uh, an awful lot of enjoyable you know, moments in the game. But uh, uh, no, better from a Scarif point of view or a Scarif point of view, clearly. And before, as, yeah, go on. I'll, 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 yeah, and then free comes from Sheedy, yeah. goes up to Crotty. Crotty puts up the hand. He's now been, he, he's under the, the Connolly. Oh, <laughs> I thought he deserved a free in that occasion. But here comes Crotty. He's been surrounded by four. As he comes out to Owen Fitz, Owen Fitz, he goes, the ball goes to the ground, challenges now coming in thick and fast, who's going to win it? We're at 50 metres out, it is the sub, it's Della McInerney, a very underrated player from Rowan, the Ian O'Brien trying to get for Scarafogunla, Shane Punch goes to the ground, there's a rock here, rock as you see, and, and it's in the all piling, she's like, like a score, if you want to score, I got a winning goal in the World Cup in the all piling on top of you, but look at, bodies go to the ground, Joe Bullen pulls it out.
all going to throw it in. We're getting a feast of hurling here in Clarecastle. You'd very few would think this is the eve of Christmas Eve here in Clarecastle or whatever. So here's Joe Mullins going to throw in the ball. It's two goals and seven to nine points. He throws it in, does a, a tussle here. Who's going to come out with it? And he comes out to Keelan Haftigan. How many of these balls he won? Shane Kavner opens the shoulders. This is a shot from Kavner. Going to break in. We're going out to the right-hand side and gone right. Jerry Scarafogunda maybe. In the last few minutes, Leo, just taking the wrong decisions. Often that ball should have gone in here to the corner. Two men full forward line and Rogers and Ryan are causing trouble. Send the ball into him, don't be shooting from ridiculous area. Here's the ball, Cairns does well, lovely Cairns and Cairns. Great blocked on by Patrick Ryan. Comes off the stick of Owen Fitzgerald, out over the line. Kevin, you know, Scarafogunda are in the ascendancy on the scoreboard. Corofin Ryan not making the most of their possession. Not making most of the possession. They're going to turn around after half time and face into desperately strong breeze as well. So that is going to be a challenge for them as well, particularly if they're going to go in at half time um, in arrears. Uh, like Derek said earlier, there's probably six, seven points of uh, value in the, in the wind that's here today. And Scarf are going to have that, have that advantage. And Connor Downs, like a Ronan O'Garris, puts that sideline <laughs> up into the corner. We're going to waste, take more time off the clock. A line ball about 15 metres, not even 15 metres. Uh, uh, and he's taken to Connor Lee. Lee winds up, but he's blocked down. It comes out to McInerney. McInerney, as I said, an underrated player from Rowan. Normally lines out around the middle of the field, but he comes out. Lean goes to ground, trying to come out with it for Corofin Rowan. He's been battled up by, by Sean Collins on the, on the 21. Collins trying to break out, and here comes out for Corofin Rowan. It is perfect for Holland. Patrick O'Halloran there, Scarafogunda are working like Trojan. Comes out to O'Halloran, O'Halloran puts the foot out over the line. But Pat McNamara, the work that Scarafogunda has to be seen to be believed. Well, if it has to work with both sides, but the difference is Scarafogunda are sharper, Leo, you know, they're picking up more of the balls in those rooks. And, uh, you know, they're, they're controlling the balls. There's a few cold looking hands there from Corofin and Wine at different stages of the first half. They're working hard, they're trying the very best, but they're just outclassed them at the moment in the vital path of the field. Patrick Ryan, as well as Patrick Crotty and Gerard, and, and Mark Rogers is also on fire. Patrick Ryan is back to his very, 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 very best, and that's considerable. Yeah, and here's a man who's having a great year as well as Connor Downs. Does it going to stay in play? It does. Who's up there? It is Liam Crotty. Liam Crotty, who's added a lot to this Garfagunda team. Gives it out to the Kulkahar, out to Patrick. Patrick, a shot from Patrick Crotty. A shot from Patrick Crotty. Go Holland, that's not a reach. I tell you, Derek Thomas, we're being treated to some top test scores. Ah, there's been some unbelievable pieces of skill from both sets of players. Rounds, Eve Rogers, Patrick Crotty, Keelan Hartigan, Shane Kavanagh. Scarf Shane Punch as well now for Curfin. But Scarf top players are more to the fore, Leo, and that's why they're in such a good position. And the ball comes into Brohan. Brohan is going to be arrived by Sean Collins. There's a nervousness about the Curfin went back line down there. Uh, quite understandably, the ball comes out to Mounsey. Mounsey goes direct. That ball looking for Killian O'Connor. Killian has been quite, but here comes Killian. He gets he escapes the clutches of tight Kevin on this occasion. A shot from Killian O'Connor. And out to the right hand side and gone wide. Two goals and eight. For Scarif nine points for Cutterfinder win. That puck out again went up to Kevin Keane, uh, Kevin, and he's had the living down and you know Shane Kavanagh puts Scarif back in the attack. You know, Corofin, you just have to regroup at half time, don't they, Corofin Ryan? They have to regroup at half time, and Kevin Keane is normally very good in the air, but like you said, Leo, it didn't work out from there as Grochidi picks up the shot puck out. Shane Kavanagh, Shane Kavanagh having a great year at left half back, puts the ball down over the top towards Patrick Crotty, but Patrick has gone to ground this time by Conor Lean. Lean is open to the shoulders and there's only one ball where this ball is going. It's going direct in towards, in towards the corner forward, McDonough. It comes to Shane Punt. Oh, and 
Oh, Joe oh. Mullins, Joe Mullins, Joe Mullins. Oh, I tell you, Leo. there is consternation oh. on the on you, the You can't line. blame him, Leo. He was cleaning on goal. And what a it. wonderful pickup. He buried it about one second after the whistle was blown. Yeah. That is a huge pivotal moment in this contest. Kevin O'Regan, that's a big moment. How the adventure button played there, because the punch had just got away. He didn't even give him a second. No, he didn't give him a second. It was just showed like the pickup from from Shane it happened so fast. It nearly happened too fast for Joe because I'd say if he looks back on this later on, it'll be something that he maybe he he'd, he'd made a different decision in uh, in hindsight. Um, yeah, long ball in from Conor Lean broke the punch, broke off Jack McDonough, I think, and uh, Shane finished after the break, after winning the break, and but Joe pulled it for free. Um, yeah. A controversial decision but they're the decisions the referees make I'm glad I'm here rather than outside there yeah that's why we are up here that's why we are not refereeing here Shane Punch is he, go go? is he going to go he for a pet he might go for this one who knows he feels he should have got the last one legally here he yes. goes and he's takes him the back of it just as has been done for Cunliffe in the end and then Shane Punch his father John comes from only up the road from Fairfin in Fecal as I'm in this hollow in his day as well but I tell you one thing he's not a patch on the young lad because this is a, a player of tremendous skill it's now two goals and seven to, uh, that's goal, the half time whistle a score from Shane Punch is a two goals and eight to one goal and nine here in Clark Castle that's a big turning point Derek 2718, come on, let's get we're giving yeah, him a point extra. Look, look, justice was done, um, you know, as you as you said in commentary. But, uh, I still I thought the free should have been saved, Leo. It was low, it was, it was enough from on the line to save it. But um, in fairness, justice was done because how Joe Mullins didn't give him an advantage. I mean, for Patrick Ryan's goal, in fairness, he, he gave him an advantage of 10 15 seconds. And, you know, a, a bit of fairness and a bit of just, you know. Uh, consistency. He should have waited for the play to develop, and uh, for the game's sake, and for Curran's sake, I'm glad the free went into the net because it takes away that element of controversy. But in as we should be, Scarf are going to go to the four, up by four, and look, they're in a huge position. What's going to be pivotal in the second half is Sean Tracy's puckouts because he will land them at the edge of the square, and I think from that reason alone, Mark Rogers is going to get another two goals, and this under 21A title is going to Scarf. Oh, yeah, that's a half-time prediction from Derry Tomer, Kevin O'Regan. I never saw. Free take his biro out of his pocket as quick to write down the goal. I think Joe realised that he maybe the other of his ways, you know, and justice was done. Not that he meant to do it, but you know, just, it, it, yeah. just the decision you make on the spot. Exactly. And, and you know, in fairness to punch, he nailed it. Maybe it should have been stopped, but he's gone into the back of the net. And Pat McNamara, once he's in, and Kevin, once he's on the board, it counts. That's for sure. And credit to punch as well for taking it on. He's after getting a point with a great catch um, a few minutes ago, and he's after taking the leadership there again to stick a 20, 20 metre free into the net. And um, whether a save or not is irrelevant at this stage. Like Derek said, the scores on the scoreboard, and that's what matters. Um, Corfin Rowan need to regroup after half time. Um, they struggled for long parts of that, that first half, particularly their, the full back them was in sixes and sevens. Uh, Conleen, you'd say, has had an impact since he came on. Physically, he's equivalent to Patrick Crotty, and he's making Patrick Crotty work hard. Patrick Crotty usually inf- influential in the first half. Great to have people of like the calibre of Conleen to come on, return from injury. Like we said, member of the Clare Senior Training Squad at the moment. Darren McInerney has been influential as well since he came on as a sub so those two subs probably have strengthened up the Corfin Rowan team a little bit um, but yeah they have a lot of work to do like uh, that, that wind is, is is going to play a factor and ball be getting into the full forward line early Scarf are the full forward line early in the second half now from out to field and they have caused trouble when the, when the ball has gone in during the first half Pat 
Corfin Ryan are going to play. I look at you, I've said it a couple of times. Wins never win anything for anyone. The win never win yeah. for anyone. They're going to play into it. Look, at, it's easy to very, very, very strong. But there's another factor, Leo, and I might mitigate, uh, you know, that they're not being saved because there's only directly into the dressing room, into the Scarlet Goal in the first half of the Scarlet Defence. And the, the, the sun is casting shadows about 20 feet long. There's young lads buckling around the field there. So if the sun stays out, which it may well do, it will certainly cause difficulties for the Rouen, Rouen uh, Corfin defence. They have not difficulties already. They're half back was also in trouble in there. I mean, the first half, Keelan had to get Liam Crotty and Patrick Crotty were dominating as well. So they were, they were it, to be so close, I think they would be delighted, Leo, the way the game had gone and how Scarlett were so down. And Scarlett will rule probably one or two more times and weren't ruthless enough to maybe take the goal chances. But look, either way, fantastic first half of hurling. Uh, Clarkessel or uh, Corvin one still well in it. That goal is a massive one. Shane Punch, great leader. And uh, a lot to look forward to. But uh, we'll see you in the sun. The sun could have, uh, as I said, an influence next step because it's an all winter sun, Leo. And you know, yeah, we have to see when you're driving a car of Arthur's disease, so we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, winter sun. And you know, we've been treated to a feast of top class action. And in fairness to Scarab, you'll often find they are big but you know, some days new players come out, but their big players are really standing up. Pat. Well, the four we've said, I mean, Mark Rogers, Patrick Crotty, Patrick Ryan, Keelan Hartigan, that's four alone have been outstanding, Leo. I mean, the, every time the ball has needed them, there's danger. Conor Dowes has come into it there to go for great sidelines. Half back, you know, Shane Cavanagh, not as dominant as he was. Sam Cannon had a superb save final coming into it a little bit there as well. Garot, she did on his bit. Scott Cairns, and look, they're all they're all doing their part. But again, the margin is low. What's the margin? Two or three points? Two points? Two points. Absolutely, that scoreboard was so the sun as they're talking about you cannot see this, the numbers now on the scoreboard yeah, two, but it is two, two points two, two, and that's nothing that's nothing but so Pat, uh, all to play for Pat as well you know Corofin when a lot of their play- look at and understandably how these players to, to me are able to stay going you know with the amount of games they're getting in such a short period of time you know it's how the body can last and, and how they're able to get the, it's tremendous credit to them for what they're doing and producing what they're doing but I think for Corofino right today Pat one man is standing head and shoulders above he's really adding more punch to the Rowan Corofino attack than no anybody is Shane Punch no pun intended Leo but look at you are absolutely right though. leaders lead Leo and, and as you said look at the amount I mean playing that much football as well at the same time of the year and the amount of running I'd say you cover twice as much ground in a football games as you do in hurling in hurling even though the modern game means you move a lot you still kind of play in your position but in football you could be from corner back to corner forward uh, in a blink of an eye and you've got to chase back again the whole length of the field as well so the amount of of, 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 of strain on the body and, 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 the, and the stamina stamina it's remarkable that they're playing as well as they are and uh, they're still very very much in this game Scarafogunlow I think we'd want to take that thing for granted I think there's still you know there's still a bit of danger for Scarafogunlow Cahill and, and Killy O'Connor and, and Mounsey could explode Leo in the second half and if that happens it's going to be you know game on yeah and it is a game on but if they can explode Kevin before we our final toss before half time Mark Rogers in the last 15 minutes really has been starved of position the ball hasn't been gone in gone in team you know maybe some wrong decision making by the Scarif O'Gunlow player which is understandable you know in, in the heat of, of another 21 county final Surely there's another sting to the tail there. You'd imagine so. You'd imagine with they'll be letting the ball in early and probably better quality. Just one shot that sticks to mind of Shane Kevin, I think, a little bit earlier on. T- took a very, very low percentage shot when Mark was one and one inside here in the in the right corner forward position. Shane took a shot against the wind from well out the field and it went very, very harmlessly wide. So I'm sure Conor Mack and his management group will be telling the the, the, the players, the Scarf of Gun, the players at half time that use the ball better. Um, particularly with that wind, the ball will be going in a lot earlier as well. And uh, one noticeable factor, I think, in and again, just referring back to last week, how good that um, 
the Scarf, uh, Rory O'Connor, or the Clarecastle three, three for was against um, Scarf for Gunlow. He was effective. I think Kelly, Kelly McCrory is playing that similar role today, but just hasn't been as effective. He's really been out of it. He hasn't been reading it as well as ideally a three for should be. So they might, might even look to that. Can they play somebody who might be more suited to the role and maybe read the ball and cut out the supply going into Mark, which will be a critical part of the game um, in the second half. Now Patrick Ryan's playing well too, so if you cut out Mark, Patrick Ryan could cause trouble too if the ball goes into him. Yeah, those red flags all over the place for Cutter Freeland around, but look at as we take our break here from at half time here in Clarecastle, it's Gallifer Gunlow who are in the ascendancy by two goals and seven to one goal and eight. We thank our mess sponsor today, Tom Collins, and there's no doubt Tom you know, who has a family connection here and we'd be quite proud of that. There's no doubt Tom will be saying a few words tonight. And we thank their credit union and Michael Long for our outside broadcast. So as we hit back, uh, we take a bit of music at half time. It's Carrefour Gunner 27, Cutter Freeman 1 8. And you're all very welcome back here to Clare Castle for the second half of the 21 a final. Cutter Freeman out in the pitch, Carrefour Gunner now appearing. Welcome back to the home of Hurling. Oh my God, right he, never, right? he, never, he never stopped the home of Hurling. I tell you, one, no. I, can't, I can't remember when he won the championship last year, but look, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. You have a good pitch in our for us, there's no doubt about that. Four teams back out on the field, Joe Mullins and his linesman out on, on the field, Johnny Healy, he's the man on the main side, on the main, on the umpire, or the linesman on the main side, on the side here from our main commentary position. Patrick Crotty can out midfield again for the puck out. Where's Mark, where's Mark Rogers? There's no doubt. Mark is inside. The sun is in the eyes. And I tell you, it is going to be a difficult sun. There's no doubt. We must say hello at uh, one of the Scarif Ogunda stalwarts. Uh, out there in Dubai, it's Fergie Madden. Fergie, I hope you're enjoying our broadcast here uh, from Castle. It's 2 7 to 1 8. The second half is on, and it's Connor Lean is on. And Lean, what a difference he has made. Gets the ball into Mounsey. Mounsey now at corner forward. Mounsey played at half back with the wind, and he's playing corner forward against the wind. But anyway, that's the way the season is made. The ball goes in over the top to Patrick Ryan. Patrick Ryan gets out in front uh, of McInerney here. Or, I'm sorry, of Dale McInerney. Ryan, and he's fouled by McInerney right over there on the far side. Maybe a harsh enough decision is, you know, at all the supports on the far side with their hands up to their heads trying to cover off the sun, but it's an early chance. An early chance for Scarf our first Scarf gun now, Derek. Yeah, I mean, look, Mark Rogers is free taking his impeccable until last Sunday, and I imagine even though it's a tight angle, I won't be the commentator, of course, then, but expect a lot of root one hurling from Scarf in the second half, and that's the way forward, Leo. You have that wind, let it into the full forward line, let it into the boys and put it in the net. There's no tactics go to win the Mark with the 21 20, 20 meter free right over on the far side, right at the corner. And then exit here comes Mac. Does he strike it? What's he doing with it? And they gone out to the right hand side and gone wide. The score remains 2 7 uh, to 1 8. The breeze will see where Keenan Mounsey goes with his puck out. He's going looking for Kevin Keane. In fairness to Mounsey, he gets good lint. Kevin puts up the hand and Kevin invariably comes out with it. Here comes Kevin Keane. Keane, a great ball winner. Gets the ball out to the out to the middle. Out to Mounsey. Mounsey shot. A shot from Mounsey. Pat McNamara, you said it before, off here. This game is far from over. Another point from the stick of Robin Mounsey. 2 7 to 1 goal and 9, Pat. Well, just the feeling you have. I think the goal before half time, Leo, was an absolutely vital thing because it made the game very manageable. And you know, sometimes when you get a, a final like this and they're totally into it the wind doesn't even become a factor anymore because it's all about bodies it's all about effort and intensity so uh, they're still well in it and here's a man who's made a difference is Lee now to Mounsey Mounsey puts the ball into Killian Killian O'Connor he has been quiet by his standards Ty Kavanagh sticking to him like a leech and Ty is all over and, and Ty fouls Killian O'Connor Kevin O'Regan Cutterfield win 
Yeah, I know it's only a minute or two gone, but they'd be very, very happy with this start. Very, very happy with it. And you can see that um, the likes of Conor Lean coming on, I think, has been a major factor. He brought, he won that puck out and cleared it up, and, and there's a free for Darren Punch or a shade punch now, you'd expect him to finish. Um, like Pat could be right, this mightn't be over at all yet, and the goal before half time definitely is a factor, and it would, it would have buoyed up the Carl Finneran as they went into the dressing room. I think the wind has died down slightly as well, which um, we'll see. It's coming in, it's coming in, Gus. Gus. All right. Here's a free, 20 metre free for Shane Punt, about 10 metres in from the sideline on the far side. Awkward enough for the left hand striker coming across the goals, but you know, this man is a tremendous striker of a dead ball, could take the time to compose himself. It's 2 7 to 1 9, 2 7 to 1 9. Make that two goals and seven to one goal and ten. Derek Dama, we're back at parity. Ah, absolutely. Look, the defending county champions are not going to die. You know, not going to come out and give it everything. And um, it's just, I'll be very interested in these puck outs from Sean Tracy. You know, how far they go and can they get into Rogers? And the ball goes in and here's McGrory, they're playing it. McGrory now playing at the speed for Lean, gone in centre-back. Puts the ball down to Cahill. Cahill has been quite, he's been well marked by Rossi Keehan. Keehan does well, forces him out over the line. Maybe came for a slight push in the back. But I tell you, Keehan is a, a, a dogged defender, there's no doubt about that. Line ball, going to be taken by Scott Cairn, but Scott leaves it to Conor Downs and Conor trying to buy a yard or two, but Johnny is on patrol and puts him back. And here comes Conor, Conor Downs, line ball. 40 metres from the Scarif O'Gunna goal. Scarif O'Gunna playing with the aid of the breeze here in the second half. And once again, we must credit Claire Castle-Jay for the standard and quality pitch they produced for a county final two days before Christmas. Connor Downs, great line ball for Downs, puts the ball in and it's lost in the sun. But in here as McGrory doesn't lose, it goes back, tries to take on Patrick Frank, going towards his own goal is not the best thing to do. Gives it out to Mounsey, Mounsey with a measured ball out to Connor Lean. Connor Lean goes to ground, what a difference this man has made to Corrafin Rowan. He takes a heavy challenge there for Mark Rogers, but he gives the ball back out to Mounsey. Mounsey with a measured Oh, and there's a push in the back there. Looked like I'm dear Cahill. I think it was, was it Rossi? Here, Leo, Leo to the left hand side. Connolly in tour into uh, Sean Collins after the ball. Well, after the ball gone, Johnny Healy has spotted it. And I say Johnny will be calling back uh, to Mullins, but Johnny saw it clearly. It was just to our left there. And Connolly, after a brilliant piece of play, uh, not so wise, get involved. And here's a free end up for, for Corofino and Ross and Keehan here at the other cap, Derek. You can see Conor is running away from the scene of the crime. He's gone 35 yards outside the field. But Johnny Healy's <coughs> calling Joe Mullins and this will be interesting because Conor Lane was way out of order. I'll put it like we, we'll see what, and, and, and Johnny, yeah. and Conor, as I said, Kevin, uh, Derek is right, get away from the scene of the crime as fast as possible. But uh, Eagle Eye, Johnny Healy was very, very close to the action and Joe Mullins going over now to have a chat with Conor this could be a defining moment. It could as well. be, it'll be interesting what Joe's going, what Joe's going to do here, particularly after what Johnny has said to him. It's a long conversation going on between Joe and Connor, so we'll see. I'd imagine a court to be. We don't want to see anyone uh, uh, losing the, being, being, being losing the position on the field. And I tell you, he's having a stern word. It is a court to be. Lucky boy, Cash. Lucky boy. Longer talks, Leo. The, the, the uh, like the yellow. I wouldn't have thought. In fairness, was the look for a red card, Leo. It was a coming together and there was a, a dunt into the chase, but look, uh, look at yellow cards. Uh, a red card should be for something very extreme. Yeah, but normally you, get, you get one, you know, it, is, it takes two it's to tango. Yeah, but if it's side, it could be different, you know. Here's a free, straight in, in the centre, 40 metres out, Shane Punch, this to put Corrafin Rowan into the lead here. Shane Punch, he strikes it into the breeze. And he puts it over the bar. Corrafin went into the lead. One goal and 11 to two goals and seven. Kevin O'Regan, game on. Game on, yeah, game on. What, five minutes gone in the second half and 
taken the lead already, so credit to Kurt Finner and the way they came out after halftime. The ball comes to Patrick Crotty, to Patrick Ryan. Ryan trying to cut in off his left-hand side, over carrying and... The momentum is turning with Cutter Finder Wayne and I tell you, whatever Joe Cahill said to the boys at half time and I can see Conor Mack trying to raise the troops over there on the far side. Two men, two managers passionate about the, the game of Hurland. But can they keep it going though, Leo? You know, the amount of games they've played, like, will they have the resource when it goes down to the championship final 10 minutes? And the ball goes out towards Kane. Kane, here's Keelan, Hartigan. Keelan, gone quiet by his tenor, but he gets the ball out to Sheedy. The advantage of Sheedy, go direct, but it's going to be picked out by Mounsey. And indeed, it is Darren McInerney. He has improved things considerably since he came in. Gets the ball out to Mounsey. Mounsey with a measured ball. They're looking for Kane. Kane, Shane Kavanagh loses out this time. Out towards Ryan Powell. Ball goes out over the line. Ryan Powell, the fight, a valiant effort of Ryan Powell. Corrafin, Ryan. Corrafin, who lost in intermediate. As he finally here to St. Joseph's in controversial circumstances but and the same day Kane was their go-to man is a line ball for, for to win ball is a line ball for Connor Downs Connor coming out here in front was in the Ilana Park and Connor normally strikes a good line ball we're not going to put the kibosh in him here as he is 70 80 meters from the quarterfinal end goal Mark Rogers lighting with intent being picked up by Ashley Brohan plenty of space inside for Rogers as Robin Mounty now tries to go back and cover the space here comes Connor Downs Great ball from Downs, a man who has been bereft for injuries, but great to see him back showing his true potential this year. And the ball comes out to McRory. McRory goes across the middle. Dangerous ball to, to Mounsey. You have to be comfortable on that ball. Mounsey goes across to Dallin McInerney. McInerney doesn't stand on seven. He just drives it down. But Seamus McCall comes out. Seamus McCall for Scarifer Gunlow. Gets the ball out. Kevin Kane. That will get ball winner is Kane. Gets the ball out. Out to the wing back is Owen Fitzgerald. Owen Fitzgerald can't get the ball up. Trying to get up. Gets it. Doesn't get up. Being robbed by a hard-working Rossi Keehan. Keehan goes to ground, helped by maybe a small little little nudge. Who's going to come out with this one? And Joe going to throw in the ball. Pat McDermott, Pat Mac, Corofin Ren have upped their intensity greatly but in this second half. The ball going up from Scarlet for Gunnar, a lot of the long ball, long tight lines, etc. You know, looks good, but, but I mean, they're mopping it up inside. The, the difference inside the full back line and the changes that they've made in the first half are really working lean, despite his yellow card playing very well, as is McInerney. And, uh, they can't get Matt Rogers on the ball, they can't get Patrick Ryan on the ball. You know, you can use the wing, but you can't be just too, yeah. going too central because the sweeper is there. You have to go down the flanks with it. You have to get it into the runners. Yeah, we'll see what 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 Carafogun look want to do, but they're in the in the behind by Cody in a one, one eleven to two goals and seven. A throw in on the far side, Connor Downs and Shane Punch. The ball comes out to Liam Crotty. Liam Crotty lets the ball go behind him. The hard work in the the ball comes in as Corfin tried to shove the ball through. We're forty meters out from this Carafogun look goal. Who has it? It's Carol Chidi, the centre back, the sole Logan man here on the team. He comes out to Shane Punch. Shane Punch out to Patrick O'Hallon. Gets it out to the Wizard. The Wizard isn't going to miss some there, and the Wizard doesn't miss some there. One goal at 12 for Carafin 2-7 11 minutes gone Kevin O'Regan You must be quite happy With that one This is a great score Well worked by um, Shane Punch Out to, out to Dermot Cahill Who finished very well Off his left hand side Straight in front of the goal Very noted since half time Killing McRory's having a lot more uh, Influence on the game And seems to be a lot more uh, Playing the, play the sweeper role A lot more intelligently Great puck off And Tracy Looking for Rogers. Rogers has been Kind of gone quiet But the ball He's been there Gets the ball Comes out to Patrick Ryan Killing McRory Goes back Here comes Patrick Patrick Crotty Out here on the corner gets the ball out to Ryan Ryan a shot from Patrick Ryan what a score for the stick of Patrick Ryan one goal and 12 to 2 goals and 8 we have been treated to a feast here Derek absolutely and Leo what was noticeable there was it was the first puck out he didn't go central he went to the wings they won it they scored <coughs>
and the puck out from out from Keelan Mousy. Out, out to Shane Punch, Shane drops it, but it's picked up by Kavner. Kavner puts the ball into space, he puts it into too much space, he puts it out over the line. I think that we were talking to Derek Lynch up there a bit before the game. Derek forecast extra time. I tell you one thing, we're a long way out, out from it, but I tell you, I think it's a possibility here, Pat McNamara. Yes, it is, Leo. It's a very, very fine game. I mean, Kilcorfin one has increased dramatically, and they're very Position 67 year old, there's a hard one free from their own half back side. That was a hard one. High enough tackle there on uh, Seamus McCall. Seamus yeah. uh, is a man pet that doesn't go down too easy. As far as Mac Rogers goes out, yes, he is a chance for Mac Rogers. But have a look at the, the, the uh, Scarlet for Gullen needed that score, I think, because there was 10 minutes gone in the second half. They were they're really threatening it all apart from Mac Rogers' free. There was wide. Nothing else had happened at all. So uh, a well worked free there and a great finish from Ryan. Ryan is having a mighty game. Shane Punch having a mighty game for Corofinder uh, 1. And McGrory has come into it as uh, Kevin said. So uh, a really, really lot looking forward to it. With 20, there's 20 more rounds at least the next on this game. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, Shane Punch picked up a card to breathe there and overs in his tackle. And James McCall. And McCall is an embracer and a tough, a tough cornerback. He doesn't go down easy. Playing well at cornerback. Here's a chance for Mac Rogers. Just inside the country in round 65. Can he live the proceedings here? The sun in the eyes of the Curricin, the Wayne Goldie. Hitting it down towards the dressing room in here. Rogers strikes it with intent, but it looks to be gone to the left and side and gone wide. There was a roar there, I think that was from, from, from the Curricin, a roar of approval to the strike from the Curricin, Rowan defence. Here comes Keelan Mounsey. Looks like he's going to go. It's Kevin Kane. They're going to go to men. But the ball drop. Kane gets the ball dropped down. Here comes to Connor Downs. Oh, Connor, Connor. Connor took it, was rather liberal with the steps and then was put to ground as well. And a free going to be taken by Robert Mounsey. Corofin Rowan really opened it in six. Shane Punch being called back. How to take this one and Robin, Robin, Robin trying to. Robin, I can hear him saying they're not, 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 not making it. He says to Shane Punch, get in there, not making it. Yeah, it could be because you're, you're given a, a, a chance of an extra defender, but. Shane, Shane, Shane is, is after gaining about five yards, but Johnny Healy has put him back. But I can see Robert Mounsey gone out of the being picked up now by, by Sean Collins. Sean Collins, here comes Shane. And gets it, I tell you, if this makes it, it's, it's on the money, but it's gone out to the left, right hand side, and gone right. So Robert Mounsey was right, Kevin O'Regan, you won't make it. No, he was right, yeah, Shane, it was, re it was outside of his range, um, no doubt about that. Um, <coughs> Interesting how deep Robin Mounsey is playing today. He's really in the second half. He's kind of like a fourth half back. Just he picks up the ball in the left half back position. He takes it on up the left hand wing. And here he goes on the next wing. There's two of the great stars of the game. One with the ball, the other in pursuit. And this time it was Rogers in pursuit. Killian O'Connor. Killian has been quiet. He gets away from Ty. Trying to get away from Ty. But Ty is a tough defender. Ty Kevner. He gets out. Kevin Kane. Kane trying to walk it through. He comes to the wizard. The wizard has gone through for Curfin Red. A shot. Great save by Sean Tracy. A ball brings out to the car. Out. Was it Patrick O'Hollon? What a. He mishit it, but great save by the goalkeeper Tracy, as Cahill went in with intent. Who's coming out? It's Carol Chidi. What a turnaround. But it's robbed by Shane Punch. Shane Punch can't get it up. Shane is going to turn off his left-hand side. Gets the ball, recycled to Mounsey. Mounsey doesn't strike it too well, but it's Killian O'Connor trying to keep it in sight. Killian has it. It's a tight cabinet, and here comes Downs with a chance to release it. He does release it. Who's got but McGrory? It's all caught off in the end. And it's Lean who bursts through the tackle. Connor Lean 
gets it out, out to the wing forward. The wing forward is Ryan Power. Goes into the safe hands of Tracy. Tracy doing, trying to come out. Gets away from the challenger, Kevin Keane. Jane Kevner just has to launch this one for Scarlett Gundla. Or it's Scott Kiln. Scott, but does Scott find the sanctuary? Crotty goes to height. Oh, he went very close <laughs> to the ground there, being marked there by Jason Power. The ball, we're here. Crotty trying to win it. Who's coming out with it? And indeed, he's cutting. He's, what a challenge by Con Oh, a tremendous skill by Connorline. Kevin Regan, very unlucky. No, there was a great uh, uh, defending by Connorline as he flicked the ball off uh, Patrick Crotty just as he was about to rise it. Very, very harsh decision by Joe Mullins, but so be it the, the call has been made, and you'd expect Mark to put this over the bar. Um, very noticeable, as, as Pat referred to earlier, um, Scarferini gets struggling up front, which is surprisingly with the calibre of the players to have. Maybe the, the, the win that the, is in their favour is maybe going against them because the quality of the ball going up there isn't as good as what it might have been. But you'd expect Mark to sco score this one even though he's had two whites since half time from freeze. That was a big breakthrough for a big getaway for Scarlett Fogunna that that ball didn't go on the back I'm, of the net. I'm glad he saved it. He took more steps than you'd have in a Fitbit in fairness. How, how John Mullins didn't pull him for either. <laughs> That's a new one. More steps in a Fitbit. Mark Rogers levels proceedings here in Clare Castle. Two goals and eight to one goal and eleven. We're halfway through the second half. Pat McNamara, that's no one. More steps in a Fitbit. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I have to give him that one. I'm sure he takes a lot of it himself. That is my comment of keep, comment. Keep comment. Like it does, but what uh, a quarter of an hour, or maybe I'd say 17, 18, 19 minutes we have left in this game, Leo. Oh, yeah. It really is anyone's Perfect. game, and I still think it's got to go. You know. Will really, really have to work their socks off to share this one. I think Corrafin Rowan are very, very good at And a change for Corrafin Rowan, and it's the county minor, James Orkin. And what a sub to bring on. The ball comes out to Rogers. Rogers, a shot. Is this the, lip? Is this the, the lead for Scarafogun? Oh, Mounsey. Oh, I tell you one thing. I thought he touched it. Ian O'Brien is looking for it inside, but he went out to the left inside and gone wide. James Orkin is on. Ryan, and Ryan Power can off, and Orkin is not going to weaken proceedings by any bit. The ball comes out. Out towards Mac McCrory, McCrory now being fronted up by Patrick Ryan, tries to take on the challenge. Here comes McCrory, flicks it back into Conor Lean. Lean, oh, Lean goes to ground. Oh. It's been picked. I tell you, Joe, that the ball comes out to Aino O'Brien. Aino O'Brien gives it out, out to the wing forward is Liam Crotty. Crotty, a shot from Liam Crotty into, oh, what a touch from Patrick Ryan. A shot from Patrick Ryan, blocked down the far side. Ryan goes to ground. Jason Powell down there for Cutterfield and Ryan. And here, gone out over the line, out for a line, for a puck out. Liam Crotty, Pat, it's gone very, very tight. Yeah, the Scarlet inside line cannot get an inch of space, Leo. Let's credit to the full-back line who were in all sorts of trouble in the first half. And to recover like that, fell into uh, you know, a really dazzling sun. I think that, you know, all its credit is due to the to the, the defence of Corofinerwan. But as, as Derek referred to earlier on, the ball from Scarlet going in isn't as intelligent. Or, you know, they just seem to can't, can't use the wind the way they should. They use the wings there, it hasn't worked for them. So. Rock just playing further out the Vino. Let's see, can that affect, affect matters a bit? And the ball comes out to Mounsey. Mounsey and Rogers. Oh, Keelan Hartigan. Mounsey with a lovely death foot. But the ball in towards, in towards the, the corner forward. The corner forward is Jack McDonough. Jack is going quiet. He got a pint in the opening half. Does a substitute on for Scarlet for Gunn. Looks like Liam Hafty's on. And Ian O'Brien is going up. And here comes McCall. McCall gets the ball out to Keelan Hartigan. Advantage being played, but now being pulled back. A free given away by James Arkin and Carwell McMahon. Glory at Harshay. Because beside the ball, this is right on his own 65 metre line, and a chance for Scarafogunlo to go back into the lead here. 19 minutes gone here in the second half of the under 21A county final. We thank our sponsor, Tom Collins Engineering. 
in association with Dale Crittle Union and outside broadcast sponsor by Michael on Construction, Mark Rogers, just six metres from his own goals, hitting it down towards the road, go, the dressing went in. Kenny puts Carafone, this is going to drop, it's a drop and shot, a shot. Ooh, and I tell you, Keenan Mounsey was flailing there, Kevin. I tell you, he wasn't too sure of it, he went out by the post, and out to the left-hand side and gone wide, and the score remains 2-8 to one goal and 11. That wintry sun definitely having a factor and causing issues there for Keelan. I'm not sure he knew where that ball was, but another wide oh. from here, com yeah, here comes Keelan Hartigan, a chance for Hartigan to put him into the lead, and he needs Hartigan. Put Scarafogon into the lead. Two goals. One. Now two goals. And does it does an injury picked up? We'll give the scoreline. It's one two nine to one goals eleven. And is it Colleen has gone down injured again? And Kevin, you know better than most. Lean has been hampered and hampered. And he went down a couple of minutes minutes ago as well. And he seemed to get up very very gingerly. So whatever injury he has, it seems to have um, recurred again, which is so so unfortunate for a young man who has so much to offer as we've seen for the probably the 40, 50 minutes while he's been on the field. Um, hopefully he's not too serious, but it looks like he mightn't have any more part to play in, in today's proceedings. I tell you one thing, Derek, this is a big, I know you often have game scores or big game changes, but if, you know, Keelan has put Scalafogun low into the lead, but look, at if Conor Lean has to go off for Corofin when you know, <coughs> it, 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 it could be causing irreparable damage. It would be a huge blow. Look, his physical presence alone strengthened up their half-back line, you know, and he's been dominant there on the Scalafogun the restarts. But Leo, we're heading into the championship minutes now, 10 to go. Corofin Ren have been on the road an awful lot now with the football. I'm just sensing their and the momentum that the, the effort that they put in to get back in the contest. Are they visibly tiring? You know, are they cramping up? It's going to be a huge ask for them. It's a big ask, Pat McNamara coming down the final straight, 210 to 112. Having said that, there's still only one point is on the phone, now. Well, it's for Leo, for winning the point of, a, of another two on the championship. And I know you have an awful lot of mileage put up in the last few weeks. You know, the legs must be absolutely heavy as lead. Having said that, when you're so close, you're going to find inspiration, you're going to find a bit of drive, you're going to just give it every ounce that you have and, and nearly more than you have. So, they're still dangerous, I think, Scarlet for Gunlock, should have the upper hand. I mean, you know, the last three or four minutes here, it should be Scarlet for Gunlock, full of go and movement. It should be Corofinder 1 exhausted. But it scores dictate games to Leo if if, if, um, if uh, Corofin. Ruan could negotiate another point or two or just maybe sneak a goal. I think then the legs, the legs would suddenly get lighter, you know, a lot of as mental as well as, as physical. But at the moment, Scarlet for going in a slightly better position. But look, we're going to have an enormously tense last uh, 10 minutes, I think. Yeah, and here comes Keelan Mousey. Keelan goes along with this one, looking for Kane again. And Kane puts up the hand, Keelan O'Connor goes down. The ball comes out to Ty Kevna. Ty is now out at centre-back in a switch. In a switch with, with, with uh, oh, Seamus McCall, who's gone. Here comes Patrick Ryan. Patrick Ryan. He oh, got yes. a slam pass away. Is it Liam Hart? Liam Hart oh. tries to go on the ball down on the ball first. Carafogun low. Liam, the ball doesn't keep in, doesn't stay in play. He's gone out line bar first. Carafogun low. First thing we were taught back in primary school was two hands on, on the ball. Two hands yeah. on the ball. Make sure of position. Dermot Cahill, he's gone in full forward for Corofin Rowan. Seamus McCall picking him up. So Scarafogun low. It looks like Adam coming in. Big man coming on first. Carafogun low. Who is going to be there? Who's going to be replaced on this occasion? Is it? I see Liam Crotty is looking around there, we're not too sure, Adam Conan, he will add strength to the to the Scarafogun law attack, there's no doubt about that. Collins. It is Sean, Sean Collins, Collins. Yeah. Sean had a tremendous game, worked very, very hard, he's in the park, but Scarraf trying to bring on the finishers, Mounsey down in his own 20 metre, gets the ball out, Mark right. Rogers, Mark, he's on the ground, can he shoot, here comes Mark, a shot for Mark Rogers, but Rogers 
It doesn't stay in play, it goes out to the left and gone wide, so it's still 210 to one goal and 12. Keelan Mounsey looks out and all he sees is light blue jerseys. He has to survey his options. He'll go towards Kevin Kane again. Not the best puck out. Going to be picked up by Owen Fitz. Owen Fitz loses to Hartigan. Hartigan can shoot. Hartigan doesn't stay inside. Oh, once again. That was a point. Pat McNamara takes Califor Gundlund, not putting the game away, Pat. No, it was a definite score. It looked in from here, but look, the umpire probably has a better idea than in the sun is the issue. We the sun in our favour. Looked like it was in, but either way, not making the most of it, as you say. But the ball here's Hartigan with another chance. Can he give it to Downs? Here's Downs. Connor Downs. Can he go for Broke? Downs puts him out of air. Two goals and 11 to one goal and 12. Kevin O'Regan, your thoughts? Connor Downs, in fairness, he's been outstanding. Um, one, of the, one of the scarf of gunless who's kept up his performance during the second half and a merited score. Well done, Connor. Good score off his right 23 outside. minutes got here in the second half. Derek Dahmer, two behind. It was three What was the umpire watching? I mean, everybody here on this side could see it was three footing. Oh, I hope, I hope it doesn't cost. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, is there a change there? First Gareth Gunn, no indeed Shane Kavanagh, he's about to get a quick bit of attention but good to see him back on. Here's a free for Robin Mounsey on his own 65, a two-point lead yeah, is a dangerous lead. Too, yeah. But we'll see where he drops this one. Shane Punch has gone in on the 21, will it drop in the, in the vicinity of Shane Punch. Mounsey is a good striker, Connor Downs now back in the pocket trying to, and he drops it, drops it even right where Shane Punch, Punch goes up with the left hand but he's blocked out, it comes out towards James Organ, James Organ goes down on it but it's Connor Downs, Connor, whose point has put Scarlett under two points. He, oh, he got the ball oh, up, but great touch by Liam Crotty. Liam Crotty gives it out to Adam Canaan. Can Canaan, who would be disappointed not to start it in the first, in the first uh, uh, off. The ball down to Killy McRory. McRory goes across. Oh, I said the one thing. They're lightering with intent. Patrick Ryan, is he going to make an important? Rob Mounsey, the ball comes out. If Rousey gets this one, he does. But it's going to be picked up by Rogers. Roger, but Mounsey, Rogers is on his knees. He's not at mess. He's here in Clarecastle trying to break through. Oh, yeah, and he's yeah, pulled yeah. back. Mark Rogers. He picked that up on his knees, Leo, with four around him. And, and, and as he picked it, he got to his feet and won a free. Huge moment. Tap over this free. Three points. Yeah. And Dean has gone down again looking for attention. You know, there's no doubt he's not comfortable down there. He's 2-11 to one goal and 12. Ask Gareth for Gunlow. Ask Gareth, you know, bringing down the 21A championship back to East Clare and into Scarra for the first time since 1987. We'll all remember that day. Pat McNamara win the bagel, went up in the power to McMahon and he turned proceedings <laughs> there in Cusick Park. But it's, it's Mark Rogers. I hardly and remember it, Leo. You're only about three. That's <laughs> just about. <laughs> but the bagel was a bit older, I think you're around the same run, Leo. Just about, Pat, but here's Mark Rogers. This to put three points on the other on the corner. Mark. Non-sleep puts it out of air, 2-12 to 1-12, Kevin O'Regan, what can Cutter Finderan do now? It's route one. Five minutes plus injury time left in the game, so um, the momentum has all swung towards uh, Scarf for Gunner for the last seven or eight minutes. And I see Conor Lean heading towards the sideline as well, who's going to be a huge loss for Corfin Rowan after his display since he came on. Um, yeah, Corfin Rowan just need to get a score on the board and uh, drive on for the last five or six minutes, but Scarf for Gunner have to, are in the driving seat, no doubt about it. And now Shane Punch got back into his own half back and Robin Peter to pay Paul, I suppose, I suppose, but we know you have to shuffle the deck and Joy shuffling the deck. They're going to need a green flag. They're going to need a green flag, said Derry Tom or Shane Kevner, but can And Frankie Lyons has come on for Corfin Rowan as well, another Clare Minor for, from uh, 2022. And grandson of the well-known uh, uh, Rowan man, uh, Frankie Lyons, who's uh, heavily involved in proceedings in Cusick Park and other places.
Yeah, and Frankie, a, a very prominent and a very promising player uh, coming for Rouen as well. He's in the, the blue and red of in Rouen today. And here comes Keelan Mounsey. Unfortunately, Connellyne gone off. It's 212 to 112. Mounsey, this one is going to stay in play. Keane goes up. Organ stays down. And the ball comes out. To, uh, first, Dalla McInerney. Dalla McInerney gives it back to McRory. McRory turns. Now, Sheedy goes up. Sheedy, oh, what a catch from Garol Sheedy. The solo gunner man that stopped it. And a push in the back there by Frankie Matt Lyons Rogers and Garol Sheedy. Matt Rogers coming back to 40 metres in his own goals. He could nail this one, Leon. He could nail this one. It is to put the. Indeed, he's leaving it to get Roy Cheedy, and here's a man that could nail it as well, Pat. He's done it in the past for two hundred either. striker that, he was a, that was a very vital catch for you. Twenty-six minutes in, I know there's going to be four, up to five in this injury time. Uh, there'll be a lot of injury time anyway, but he's uh, saying Kevin and Pat is taking it. Another man that wouldn't Kevin be won't be yeah, fair yeah. shot. Three, three different choices there before they settled on on a man. And here comes Kevin. Kevin strikes it. He strikes Long. it. He strikes it very well. This is going to be dangerous. Oh, and I tell you, Crotty, oh, and it's pulled for a, a square ball, but I tell you, Jen Kavanagh gave that, he gave it plenty of interest. There was a lot of, a lot of players looking at that one as a drop. Keelan Mounsey, it's 2-12, Keelan goes out to the far side, looking for the pair to go Holland in the middle of the field. But he's going to be, is he going to be robbed by Liam Crotty, the hard-working Liam Crotty? And here comes Mark Rogers. Rogers gets away from punch. Here comes Mark, just to put the game away, and Mark Rogers wins the free. And Derek Tomer. He started the proceedings here. He looks like he's going to finish proceedings here. Yeah, he'll be celebrating below and he's clear tonight. That's all I'll say. I tell you, someone will be celebrating. There's no doubt about that. There'll be a, a good night in the east and up, up the hill up the hill tonight if he puts this one over, puts four points in. But Kevin, it's still not game over. Still not game over, game over but since Scarif have brought his mark out and around the half forward line, it has seemed to kind of turn the tide in their favour. And um, we'll expect him to, to tap this over the bar and it's really going to put it up, put Corfin Rowan up against it for the last couple of minutes. Um, I'm sure it's it's quite a while since Corfin was done with the exact details since Corfin Rowan have scored in the second half, so the tide really is with Scarfa Gunn now. Yeah, 213 to 112 as Mark puts that four point ribbon in Jordan's, and here comes Lounsey, and he's in plenty of hurry now as he pops out this one looking for Keelan O'Connor. The ball comes out to, out to Kevin Keane, but it's won by Mark Ra or by Patrick Crotty, who puts the ball up to Liam Hart. Liam Hart is going to shoot off his left hand side. Not the mid decision, gets the ball in, it's picked by Mounsey, Mark was right inside. The ball comes out, Diamond Cahill is out, James Organ for Cutterfin Wren. Here comes Organ, the young miner, the, the miner. He's going through for Cutterfin Wren. He gives it out to Cahill, Cahill drops it. Oh. Here comes Diamond Cahill, breaking through. He's, he gets the ball into the middle. Oh, what a catch by Garrod Sheedy. I tell you, he may be the only Ogunla man that started, but what a performance he's given. <laughs> and what a sidestep by Mark Rogers. Sidestep, Ashley Brohan. And puts it over! 2.14 to 1.12! Garoud just secured the county title with that catch. What an impact from Garoud Sheedy, the greatest interception. He will long live in the memory. Kevin Kane is fouled by Pat, Patrick Crotty. We're in the dying moments at the under 21A final. He's the cup on his way. Leo, you often see two magic, uh, one magic thing in a move with these first but there was two magics there. Sheedy um, and Rogers. interception and Rogers sidestep before he shot. Brilliant. And McGrory puts this one up into the Susness Bela. Gets it up. And who's there again? Only Sheedy. But the ball breaks out to Keelan O'Connor. The ball comes into Frankie Lines. Frankie is battled up. There's more reds in the defence back there than you'd see in Nevins on a Monday in the old times in Clarecastle. And it's going to be a free out for Scala for Gunlow. And with that, Derek Tomer is the under 21A championship.
Going east. You know, I told you, was it half time? Like, why, well, you know, was it ever in doubt? Once, once Scarif won was settled, Corfin ran or dead in their feet. Too many games. They haven't, they haven't scored in 15 minutes. This game is over. I tell you what, there's still five minutes left here, signalled by Johnny Healy. Here comes Carol Sheedy. Sheedy launches it up into the sky. Looking for Patrick Crotty. Crotty goes to ground. The ball goes in inside to Brohan. But here's the man who's made a big introduction since coming on is Liam Hart. Gets the ball out to McCrory. McCrory goes short out here to Owen Fitzgerald. Owen Fitz. Colophon. You know, it's hard to keep it going, but give credit to Scarlett for the ball comes into Frankie. Frankie Lines goes down on this one. Frankie is being battled up and robbed by Seamus McCall. And McCall, a tough defender. His grandfather, Timmy Tracy, has been delighted with this performance out here. The ball, as we know, is careful going to line ball given by Nylmanon and Corrafin Ryan not thrown in the towel. Five points in the corner. Will they need two green flags, Kevin? They'll at least lead one, Leo, you'd imagine. Um, like Derek said, it's, it's probably 15, 16 minutes since they've scored and they haven't really threatened because of the strength of the likes of Garoshidi sweeping back up there and clearing the ball. Long ball in, a punch comes up, comes onto it. Punch, same punch comes onto it. They could do with a bit of punch up there now and try to get a goal. The ball breaks in. Frankie Lyons trying to win it for Cutterfield and But it's who is this man? Sheedy, what a game Sheedy has had the heart of the Scarf Hook on the defence. Here's Hartigan. Hartigan goes away from the tackle and gets the ball into Patrick Crotty. Advantage being played by Joe Mullins. But I tell you, Pat McNamara, when Scarf Hook on the look back on this in the. Yeah. Depths of winter, some of the performances, you look at them exactly, all over yeah. the field. But I tell you, exemplified by no more, no more. But the men from Ogunlo, Garo Chidi at centre back. Well, after we look at what we've named, they're outstanding forwards. They are 10 times already in the game for being outstanding. We'll leave that out for the moment. But Garo Chidi and Keelan Hartigan, who probably, you know, why he would be an, an aim forward, I think he's had a superb match. Won a superb free there, and he's been busy all, working hard all, and his ball control has been excellent all game. McCall and other guys come into it, uh, downs at times. But uh, Garrod Chidi has been absolutely outstanding, particularly in the second half when the pressure was on and, and in the closeness of the... Oh, when Corofin uh, 1 had their brilliant start to the second half there and closed the gap and took the lead. I think Chidi was the first lad to start turning the tide back in defence and get them going again. So, uh, and here's the free know, from so Mark Rogers. And he splits the post. It's 2.15 to 1.12. I tell you, we're in the dying moments here. Derek Tarmer, you know. Sublime shooting from Rodgers again. Absolutely. Look, Leo, totally deserving of their victory. Their first half performance alone, that, that solidified everything. The early goals, and um, they're worthy of champions. And here's the ball into James Organ, but he's robbed by Hartigan again. Who gives it to Downs? Who gives it to Rodgers? Just to put seven in on the corner. Rodgers! And he puts it wide to the right hand side. But any man can have a miss. There's a substitute coming on for Scaliff. Who's coming on for Scaliff? Looks like Donica McNulty is coming on. And Connor Downs goes off to a warm round of applause here in Clare Castle. Downs has had a tremendous game in the middle of the field. And, you know, credit Connor McNamara, Donica McNulty. You know, an up-and-coming player, promising player for Ogunlo and Scarif Ogunlo getting his chance to play a bit in the county final. The puck out from goes out and Ryan was, I tell you, he had his head up in the clouds. Here comes Scott Cairns. Scott Cairns. Oh, and a, a high pull by Robert Mounty. Not in, nothing intentional there, Kevin. No, just, just Scott had lost his feet and just got a flick, again, flick, flick in the head from Robin's Hurley. Nothing intentional at all. Um, going to... Uh, play out another couple of minutes though, um, which will suit Scarra for Gunlow. Um, what is it, six points up now, seven points up as we enter into the 34th minute of the game? Yeah, we've one minute left to better time. He was asked, Scarra Community College and went into under 15B College's final uh, the other night. Oh, so, Derek Dahmer, yeah. you know. Was that that and Paul Rogers? And another, fella, another oh. McRory 
comes to, comes to mind? Paul Rogers was outstanding. Um, so was um, centre forward, young Gibbons. He, he, From Whitecatch, yeah. Yeah, he was incredible, yeah. And they were totally deserving winners. Um, it was a bad night, but um, in fairness, it didn't stop them. They played so lovely hurling. They were all well. And, um, you know, Sean Mack was delighted at the end. Yeah, Sean Mack, and I tell you, Scarlett will be delighted. Here it is, here comes Mark Rogers. This to put the, the seven points are really put the insurance. It's 2.15 to 112. Mark. Just inside his own 65 metre line as the crowds begin to down the car park, yeah. as the crowds begin to leave uh, Clare Castle here. Here comes Mark. Just drills it straight and as nice a strike over the black dot. 216 to 112. Uh, McNamara, County Championship going to Scalafog. Uh, yeah, no guarantee now, there's no doubt now I should say, and uh, we did say at half time that Corfinal winner, they proved us right for 15, 20 minutes of the second half, but I suppose tiredness, exhaustion, whatever you want to call it, and of course the increase in the work rate of Scalafogunla. When they realised it was a battle on the second half, they lifted again. The leaders laid and that's what leaders should do. You could name all those leaders who will afterwards. The game is on now and there's an attack by Scalafogunla. Oh, what a ball across on Hart again. Mark is just going to put this one. In dead. They're going for broke. Here comes Gratty. A shot. Oh, and perfect win for the outside and the post. Really trying to put the cool in the grass, the icing on the cake, Kevin. The game is over. But Given it's over anyway. It is, and in fairness, Scarfa Gunner will be deserving victors once Joe Mullins blows the full time whistle as Mark Rogers hits the ball wide oh, yet again. And Mark looks up into the cloud, but what a game he's had here. Another substitution coming on for Scarfa Gunner as they're given the tent. Looks like he said Paul McGee. Yeah, Paul McGee coming on for a county final election. He replaces Liam Gratty, and you know, such is the strength of the bench. You see these players, kind of these players coming on. going off as well, and just, you know, they're in the bench and giving lads a taste of County final day, which is you know the game is over. But uh, I especially mentioned there for Keelan Harting. I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, he he doesn't get the high, the, you know, the highlight reel moments that Rogers and Sheedy got. But from minute one to minute sixty, he worked his socks off. And here's a man who has been outstanding all through. Patrick Ryan puts another one over the bar. Two seventeen to one goal and twelve. Keelan Mounsey with the quick puck out, and there goes the full time whistle. And the county under twenty one in championship goes to Scarafogunlor. Oh, Congratulations to Conor McNamara. His management and all the team here in Castle, Derek Dahmer, a very, very deserved victory for Scarlett. Absolutely, totally and utterly deserved, Leo. You know, they set their stall out early, playing into the breeze. Mark Rogers with a moment of genius for the opening goal. The way he took the sidestep to sell it, the dummy to the fullback, pluck it in front of him and back of the net. You know, and in fairness, Corrafina ran Shane punched throughout the fight. They came out in the second half, they leveled proceedings, but all the effort that it took to get back in the game. In my mind, this game was over at half time. I did say it on air, and I felt even when Corrafina ran got level, I just felt come down the championship straight. They wouldn't have the legs of the scarf on the lads. And I think six and seven points is probably a fair reflection of the performance of Scarfagunla. I think so. And in fairness, Kevin, you know, Scarfagunla were very much the dominant team, you know, and you know, didn't maybe put it away as they only do, but when 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 it came push came to shove. When they, when they put down the pedal, they did push it away quite, quite considerably. Uh, uh, they did, and they had a number of wides during the, during the course of the second half as well, which which probably didn't normally score. Market had a number probably up to five or six, I'd say. Um, yeah, listen, they're observing winners. They, it, I suppose this is the, te- the two teams that we'd earmarked since the start of the championship to reach the final here today. Um, you'd imagine that... They, uh, 
tiredness was a factor on the Corfin Rowan side due to the amount of matches they played in recent weeks between hurling and football. But um, credit to both teams for putting on the display on the Christmas Eve Eve here in Clarecastle. I finally appointed Clarecastle as well, it must be said again. Um, disappointment from Corfin Rowan they didn't uh, make it a two in a row, but uh, congratulations Scarf and Gunlow on a fine fine a fine win. And credit must go to like to grow Cheedy, Connor down some of the less Less, I suppose, decorated players and, and their performance today. Keelan Hartigan, another man, as Derek mentioned a minute or two ago. Yeah, I, indeed. I, I, I have taken once again the sentiments of, of Kevin there for Clare Castle GA here for the quality and the standard of the pitch. It is Christmas time, I tell you, you wouldn't think it, but I tell you, there's a crowd after gathering out there in the field. But, Pat, you have to have sympathy for Colifin Ryan. Look, at, they're going through. Look at uh, so many games, it's just so hard to keep it going and look at we wish them before we forget we must listen the very best look to Corfin in the under 21A final next week against our neighbours in, in his time and you know it's kind of going no RC in the C1 or the C2 final so look at it, it, it's um, this time of the year to be still in competitive action, but it is hard for Corofin Rowan to go. But having said that, Scarafogunlo well deserved victory. Yeah, I mean, look, that's where players want to be. The players want the games. To, uh, you know, those who play hurling and football love playing both. They'd rather play, play games every single week, maybe twice a week, than a final training with no games. So Corofin Rowan, you know, it's, it's, it's the position they're in, they're from a football, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's just a condensed season. Everything is in close together. It makes it tough. But having said that, the, winner, the, the winners of this game are deserved. Scarafogunlo, the better side overall. Some great individual performances, good teamwork at times as well. But look, they have leaders all over the field. Here. We know that. And outstanding players in every line. And, uh, you know, today, uh, questions were asked. And, that, and that's the sign of a great team. They answered the questions. Uh, ten minutes into the second half, you said Corofin Rowan had a bit of a grip on the game. We always felt that in the last ten minutes, Corofin Rowan would tire. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. They did tire, and they tired mentally. They made mistakes with the ball. Uh, and things like that. So, um, you know, it's, 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 um, yeah, that's no problem. It's, it's, it's gone very necessarily, uh, and there'll be some celebration out there tonight. Uh, you know, as the might today. even join them, Pat. Absolutely, it's possible. It is possible, actually. Clare's uh, best I, analyst and Clare's best referee. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, Derek, anyone, I tell you, in Scarab tonight, you always get a warm welcome over there, and I tell you, you know, it's well worth the visit over there. You'll make that. me the and, tea tonight, Tomorrow, Derek. Oh, <laughs> Derek, look at before we, we, we go and look at it has been a tremendous year of, effort, of action here on Scarab Bay Community Radio at all our games. We thank you for your all your help and your contribution to us. Right from that day, we started in Inish Cala last, last January and we're finishing here, in, as you say, at the home of Hurland in Clarecastle. Thanks for all your help. Uh, uh, throughout Neil, the year. Look, it's been a pleasure, you know. I'm in fairness, I, I, I love joining the Scarab Bay community and, you know, we'll have the banter, but. We do. Um, we're lucky. We get to see some outstanding matches, you know. I, and um, today was, you know, it was a very good under 21A final. And Scarfagunla are the most deserving of winners. And you know, I'm delighted for them. Um, they've worked hard. You know, they're only beaten the Leicester semi-final next to time by a pint. And you know, they, they've got their just rewards today. And um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of celebrations in East Clare over the Christmas. Yeah, we're going to test each of the, each of you. As I know, it, it, there's a collective decision here, the three of you, for your men of the match. Maybe you might might be unanimous. There were so many contenders, Derek, we start with you. Look, there was performances all over the field. And you know, you have Mark Rogers, you have Patrick Craddy. I thought Keelan Harton was, Harting was outstanding. But for me, when push came to shove and Cora Finneran were the dominant force for a 15 minute spell, 
Garoad Sheedy walked ball after ball up and some of his deliveries they just weren't long they were into space and into Rodgers and I, for me he's my man of the match Kevin O'Regan and Kevin first of all we must welcome you and thank you for your contribution here to Scarab Bay on your first year at Jainers here uh, thanks very much, Leo. And it's been, like Derek said, it's been a, a pleasure to join you and to see uh, some fantastic matches during the course of the year and to be involved in them with, 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 you, with yourself and Pat and, and, and Derek. Um, to, in, in relation to the man of the match, I think there has been a number of con con contenders, contenders on both sides. Shane Punch deserves a mention on the Corfin Rowan side. I think um, Conor Lean also deserves a mention um, for, for his, his performance as well after he coming on. Um, on the Scarf side, uh, Derek has mentioned the likes of uh, Keelan. Um, I'd mentioned Connor Downs, Patrick Ryan scored a goal in three points today as well. Marcus always performs and Patrick Crotty. But to me, just with his interventions uh, and his anchor there in the centre of the scarf of going to defence, I agree with Derek Garrochidi would be my man to match today. Pat, that's two, two out of three, and they said two out of three in bed. Pat, um, look at, as you said, as the boy said, there has been contenders in every line of the scarf, you know, in every line for scarf of yeah, your, your Your thoughts. And Pat, once again, Thanks you for everything on Scarab Bay Community Radio during the year. Ah, sure, it's a pleasure Leo, to be at it. What is it we'll be doing anyway, some time at home. If you all see the great matches, it's wonderful. Both Camogie, hurling, and indeed, anything else you've done as well, rugby there, and uh, hopefully we'll get a few other sports in maybe next year. Uh, look, when you asked me there off, 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 during the commentary at one stage, you pointed at the match position, but first fing finger went to Garrod, Garrod Sheedy, and I mean, usually the forwards, you know, scoring is the hardest thing in sport in, in, in hurling as well. Patrick Ryan, uh, Rogers, Crotty uh, and Keelan Hartigan. I thought the four of those were absolutely brilliant and got the scores when they were needed and, and just played brilliantly as did Downs at times and a few others. But Garoshidi, when the game was going against you as the test, Leo, and when it was going against you, Garoshidi stood up and with some vital interceptions and cleared the ball intelligently and I think it's well deserved for the Ogunla men and I think all the Cardiff crew will not begrudge uh, Garoshidi that reward today. So well done to Garoshidi. Leo, it must be Christmas, Pat. Mac is after agreeing with me. <laughs> It's definitely Christmas. Yeah, we got, we, got, we, got, we, got a, we got a full house here. And, you know, as the presentation is about to take place here, we, we must say a special thank you to everybody who helped us here on Scarafay Community Radio during the year um, as analysts, as reporters at different games, and also to you very much, the yeah. listeners for tuning in, Pat. One quick thing, Leo, you know, uh, Jim told us there during the game, but we had listeners all over different parts of the globe, and it's just like to send wishes to all Gwales and East Clare people, or Clare people in general, but might be tuned in to us who can't get back for Christmas. They are far flung parts of the world, and just wish them a very, very happy Christmas, even though you're thousands of miles away. We're thinking of you, and we hope that you at least uh, enjoyed some bit of it being in touch with the local scene by listening to us on, on Scarlet Bay Radio here. So, uh, happy Christmas to all who are far away and they can't get back. Yeah, indeed, we, you're always. In, in, in our thoughts, man in the pyramids, you know, yeah, yeah. never forget him. No. And look at, we must also, we must thank all our, all, all our sponsors uh, here on Scarafay Community Radio this year as well, and you know, thank all the volunteers who have, as uh, the cup is being brought over here, in, in front of us here. Is it not so sure who's going to make a presentation? But there'll be a well-deserved captain in Merkin, Kieran Keating, the county board chairman, coming over to make the, to make the, the presentation to a marvellous captain in, 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 in Mark Rogers. And as I, I, I tell you, I would like to be facing this posse tonight, hitting the sound, hitting, hitting the scallop, Kevin. Well, no, but listen, they'll well, they'll well yeah. enjoy their, their night out tonight and their celebration today as well. Um, so yeah. congratulations, yeah. Scarf, for going yet again. Indeed, Mac Rogers, what a player Mac Rogers is, and a leader for Scalafogunla. And I uh, see you can see the two of them together. <laughs> the manager, Conor McNamara, two of the greats, uh, greats in Scalaf, Mac Rogers and Conor McNamara, who have led Scalafogunla 
to the Under 21A Championship here and they're getting the, the mics and they're ready for, especially Marcus's speech, Osquilga, we know. And I see there's a lady here with a, we can show, we, the one lady we didn't mention here in the Scarlet Bay Parade is the lady with the photographs, we can't thank her for what she's doing. But in fairness, Ruth, thanks for everything you're doing for us uh, uh, throughout, throughout the year. Not everything, not everything, Leo. No, everything about the front page, Pat. <laughs> And what a crowd, looking out here, Scarafagunlo, they won a Camogie, their first Camogie Championship here a number of years ago when they beat uh, Aina Kilnamona. I'll beat Namarkin right, in folks. the final and I see they're getting stuff ready here to get the presentation ready for Matt we'll the presentation yeah. of the Lake Cup. And Pat, you know, as yeah. the, even so in this moment, you know, first of all, thanks and to once Joe again Mullins we must say hello to Ono fourth official, did a good game there, kept it well under control and a very professional job as always from from Joe and his lads. To Clarecastle GA for having the facility in such great order. You wouldn't realise it's 23rd of December with both the weather and the underfoot conditions. It's brilliant uh, facility here in Clarecastle and uh, a testament to the work that they do all year long in how good the pitch is uh, when we come to, to the end of the season. Uh, to Corofin Ruan, a tough look on a very uh, great campaign that you've uh, taken part in. Um, your champions uh, didn't go down, obviously, without a massive fight, getting to the final and, and putting it right to the last 10 minutes in the final. Uh, I know that, that uh, you've further business next week in the football, but I know it's disappointing today. And uh, you, you know what it's like to win one, and, and unfortunately, today wasn't be your, your day, but well done for you uh, for, for what you've given us this year. Um, Finally, to, to Scarf Ogunlo, um, I, I have to congratulate you. Uh, you you've uh, obviously a very fine unit of a team there. Some great hurlers, some fantastic hurlers on, on display. A couple of them, obviously, we know very well from the county scene, but uh, there's stars throughout that team there, and, and it's great to see Scarf Ogunlo coming to the fore again. I think 1987, uh, the game was, the, the, the A title was last won by Scarf. Um, I think Liam Crotty's father might have been the captain, if, if I'm not mistaken, on that day. And, and uh, it's great to see uh, an A trophy going back to East there again, to one of, one of our hurling strongholds. So without further ado, I'd ask Mark Rogers to accept the, big, the Blake Cup on behalf of Scarif Ogunlo and congratulate him. Um, I think Kieran said it there. <laughs> I think Kieran said it there. Uh, 1987, the last time this trophy was carried. We've been so lucky the past few years. We've been backed incredibly by both clubs. Um, the facilities in both clubs are top, top class, and I think that's the culmination of those efforts over the past few years. Just the both clubs backed us tremendously, especially the last ten weeks. It's been absolutely incredible. So both clubs huge. Um, Ryan, been incredible champions. I have a complete stranglehold over a trophies the past while. Uh, Twelve short months ago, we're blowing a gun low. You caught us, and uh, we probably didn't forget it. And always at the back of our minds. And today again, another fabulous contest. And three cheers for you. Hip hip. Hip hip. Hip hip. Hip hip. Facilities here are incredible. Um, 23rd of December, 
and the 23rd of December pitched to Macklet. Uh, to Joe Mullins and his team, uh, thanks again. I know they've done the semi-final as well. Can't complain. Brilliant job. And uh, finally, uh, one special man, part of our group. Um, it's his own birthday today. The last thing we got in the dressing room at halftime was a message from Owen. And uh, Owen is one of our finest players, and even more than that, he's a brilliant person. And he's a fighter, and we can't wait to deliver this cup up to Owen soon. Lastly, to our, our management team, our extensive management team. Uh, added to today, Cahill Madden, Shane Curry, and Matthew Horn. <laughs> and then uh, the team of Jamie, Ross, uh, uh, Ronan, Cullum, and Connor Mack. Uh, the work the work you've put in is absolutely incredible. Um, six or seven weeks ago, we were up in Connor Mack's house doing film for what felt like three hours. Um, and just the work you put in behind the scenes. And, bringing lads all hours of the night and texting. I think everyone got a text last night. Uh, just incredible. And this is only a start of it for you boys. And long may I continue, especially with this talented group here behind me. And a credit to all them players as well. The work they put in. I tell you, we only train once a week, barely, because the lads are just can't keep them off the field. Um, anyway, we'll see you all later. <laughs> <laughs>
look, they came with it, but we talked about it half time, she's about grinding it out, staying there, staying there, staying there, and it'll eventually come back to us. And of course, Mark, you know, had the courtesy also to mention the player that you won't read out today in, in your first 15. You know, he's never far from the thoughts of anybody, you know, and even though he may not have been on the field today, he did help out, in, in, you know, from afar. Oh, no, Grady. Yeah, uh, sure, look at what, what, what can I say? On, on the special guy anyway, you know what I mean? So, but look at to have to have Owen involved with us. You know, we, we want Owen involved. He should, he should be involved with us at all, time, at all times, you know what I mean? Uh, I spoke to Mike there recently and, you know, Owen gave us a message there and I think it's brought the lads on. Yeah, indeed. Connor, look at congratulations again. We look forward to the, the celebrations in the East and you don't, you, you do celebrations, you do it well. Connor McNamara, but congratulations. Connor Mike does anyways. Yeah, he does. And here's the man, look at, 18 months ago, this man may not have been very well known to people outside outside of Scarif and Scarif and and East Clare, but he's a man who has had some year captained UL to win the Freshers um, the Division 1 uh, just less than 12 months ago, you know, now has also played in a Munster Senior Hurling Championship Final for Clare, has been one of the leading forwards in Clare for the last two years, and now he picks up an under 21A Championship medal. We are delighted to be joined. Patrick Cratty. Patrick, you're welcome to Scarafay, coming ready. It Thanks took a while to get you. I know, yeah. I've been waiting a long time, all right. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, you have the debut mate now. Mayor, congratulations. A great day for everybody. Yeah, it is definitely, yeah. Um, you were listening out all those things and like nothing comes even close to this. Like I'm playing with some of my best friends since I was, as long as I can remember. And uh, it's, just, it's just so sweet. Yeah. If I look at finals, one easy, Patrick, and you know, going back to 12 months ago down in Inogonla last year, when um, Corofin ran, as Mark says, Kachi, you know, anytime you win at the end of the day, you deserve it. But, you know, there was no way you were going to leave this one behind you today. Yeah, we, we kind of were keeping that in the back of our heads today. Yeah, we remember we remembered even at half time we were talking about like We threw it away last year, yeah. and uh, we weren't going to do it again this year. Come here, you, could, you started off again today, and we're in fashion, showing great leadership yourself in Keelan and Mark. And really, you know, you, you were the catalyst, Garrod, Chidi at centre-back. The senior yeah. players stood up and then everybody rode in behind, yeah. uh, Patrick. Well, that's what finals are about, like, you need your big players to stand up if you no want to win. More. And uh, that's what we did today. But then more importantly, we had lads like, like my cousin Liam, we had Pastrani, Aina, Shane Cavanaugh, unbelievable, Scott Cairns, Seamus Tyg, everyone to the man stood up and that's what we got to Look, you, you nearly mentioned them all there. Everybody, there was no weak yeah, thing exactly, on that scarf exactly. on the team. And even the subs came in, played their part. But it's exactly. a, penal, a penal effort, Patrick, and that's what it's all about. Um, so yeah, call it, you yeah, right. Come here, congratulations. We'll see you later on in Scarf. Look, as they, as they take the, the final photos here, oh. uh, Kevin and Pat Derek has the, our, our best friend. <laughs> Kevin, at the end of the day, Scarf Ogundo, we'll enjoy the celebrations, but fully deserving winners of the Under 21A Championship. Fully deserving winners, and just listen to Conor Mack there speak a few minutes ago. It seems like they've been on a mission since the start of the year. That in the last year, losing losing to the same opposition an extra time, it hurt them. And they used that today, and obviously the motivation of Owen as well. That was in their hearts as well today, and that drove them on when things got difficult for them during the course of the second half. They all stood up, young men with leaders, and they really are men, and there's a bright futures ahead of them in both the Ogunlo jerseys and the Scarf jerseys. Um, the third under-21 championship to come back to uh, beyond the railway bridge in, in, on the Toller Road in Innes uh, in, in the last week as well, which is noteworthy. Noteworthy. Uh, and you know, as Keaton Keaton said, uh, one of the stronghold, hurling strongholds, no, he's wrong, it is the hurling stronghold, he's there, is the stronghold. Pat, these lads started out on a mission, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished, Leo. And I mean, as much as it had been on the cards, but with the quality of the individuals, 
the numbers they have, so many lads up at the age or close to the age. If they come together, great coaching as young lads up along. I won't name coaching, I surely vote some of the main lads, so I won't name any. They were six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Top class coaching. There was a, the togetherness of Rugunlo, the, the, the aggregation has worked really, really well. Uh, good for both clubs, obviously, and I think Scarif and Rugunlo have a brilliant future, future, as Kevin says. And also very significant to see uh, trophies coming out to East Clare. We did say that it was a revival in East Clare hurling, Leo. Needed to be because, you know, 80s, 90s there and the noughties, there enough, not a lot happening. Tulla changed it a little bit there in 08, was that? Um, a fecal back in back in eighty eight was a long time ago, but not much happening at senior level. So look at this will give Scarif an awful boost at senior level, huge boost also to all going to intermediate level to be competitive and uh, you know some serious uh, county players are coming up on on that side as well. Also Rowan uh, to, to, uh, a few great players on that side, Leo. Most enjoyable final and what a way to finish up our, our, our broadcasting with a quality game, watching top class players and a great, great day for Scarif and they're going to so well done to them. Yeah, and indeed, Pat, thanks very much for that. And we're going to call a halt to our broadcast here from uh, Clark Castle, our final broadcast on sport, from the sports line on 2022. And what a way to finish. The under-21A championship goes out to East Clare, out to Scarafogunlo. Finally, before I go, without these men, we'd, we wouldn't have a radio and we wouldn't have programmes here. So many thanks to the production team of Jim Collins. And so, Jim, thanks very much for everything. So, as we take our leave from we once again thank Tom Collins, our our, um, our sponsor today, our regular sponsor, Derek Credit Union, and our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction. It's Garifogun Lobu, and from all here in Castle and from Emilio Dial, we wish you all a very happy Christmas and a safe and prosperous new year. Benak Day, August Lawn.